<clears throat> Welcome to M- M- a 105 MDRP, your soul sound for the frontier galaxy. My name is Eli, and I will be your storyteller, your curator, your navigator, as I regu- regale you in an orbital blues. Orbital Woo! Blues is a game by Soul Muppet Publishing, a sad boy space western where the only thing worth a damn is the fuel in your tank and how fast you can draw. This is an actual play intended for a mature audience. It contains elements of anxiety, death, depression, gambling, mental illness, and associated traumas, poverty, substance abuse, and violence. So as always, viewer discretion is advised. So why don't we get started and introduce our intergalactic outlaws, including our most featured guests. Um, let's start with Caleb. Caleb, introduce you and your character title. Okay, uh, I'm Caleb Miller. I'll be playing uh, Leslie, and I am the outlaw. Do you want Sir. more than that? No, that's it. Okay. Serge? What's up, everybody? It's Sergio here, um, and I am playing the goodest boy, Ponch. Zach? <laughs> Hello, I'm Zach, and I'm playing Stokes the Mechanic. And Amber is uh, one of our great friends here at Mayday. Why don't you quickly uh, give us your character name and title and give us a little bit of info about yourself. Wonderful. Well, I am playing O'Neill Bridges, um, also known as O. Um, They are the left behind. And about me, I call myself the TTRPG Swiss Army Knife because I do fucking everything. Um, I stream, I write, I edit, I podcast, I do... I do everything. So I'm just really excited to finally be on Mayday Roleplay and like be with my pals. And I'm, ah, God, I'm so excited for this game. <laughs> okay, sorry. Great. We're happy to have you. Yeah, yeah it's going to be so awesome. So some quick announcements and words from our sponsors. Music in this episode is brought to you by Soundstripe and Epidemic Sound. For more info, be sure to check them out at Epidemic Sound, as well as Soundstripe.com. Um, keep a weather eye out, all you vampires and ghosts, as our so- uh, to our socials, as we welcome the return of Knight's Black Agents, as well as uh, a chap- the final chapters of our Orpheus, Book 1. Um, we'll be releasing those information coming soon. Um, today's episode is sponsored by Conglomo Shipping, where their, Devon, where their Drive 9 canines will help you get anywhere through the frontier galaxy with ease. So put your precious cargo in their paws. And lastly, a shout out to our patrons at Patreon. <laughs> your continued support helps us here at Mayday uh, continue to do awesome content and stuff like that. Um, so be sure to thank our patrons and yeah. <laughs> we love you, patrons. Thank you, you so patrons. Much, patrons. Thank you, patrons. All right, so welcome to the intergalactic age of the cowboy, humanity's last stagnetic stance against the stars, a retrograde of a forgotten era with a future nobody wanted. These are the regrettable tales of the music-fueled renegades of the frontier galaxy. These are Mayday's Orbital Blues. That's all the cowboy bebop intro. So there's a certain kind of stagnation that lingers on Reno 12. Whether it's the dust, the smoke, the sweat, or the regret, it permeates. And as the sun sulks into the west and scattered remnants of half-lit casino signs and the dented roller doors of the strip, a devil enters a cantina. 
He's a large statured framed in a long white suit, ring on every finger that accentuates the ruby red knuckles of a broken skin fist, head shaved, marked with an elaborate network of spiderweb tattoos. The devil carries intimidation that does not go unnoticed. He lights a cigarette and takes in the heat of so many bodies in one place. The budding sweat of patrons' foreheads begin to cascade as men straighten up or lean out of sight. The waitstaff scrambles to make room where there is none. The El Rey is usually a shit-for-nothing hole in the wall, catering to the handful moon-dusted miners coming back from Irvine. But their lack of good booze makes up for Thursday nights. Man and devil alike... They're all waiting for in anticipation for her, Jubilee. The devil takes a seat. A spotlight strikes the stage. Drum rims and black brass glints on the edges. A personal galaxy only interrupted by the clacks of slow-trotted heels. There's a, she's dressed in velvet, red, blonde hair laced across sun-kissed shoulders, a face like heaven. She sings in a language only remembered in the songs of forgotten times of yesteryears, as if only yes, it only happened yesterday. The brass begins to croon and the snare rims and sizzles. A bass sets the tone. A guitar flutters into a sultry samba and the crowd edge on their seats, soak in every drop. The devil waits for her out back after the show. And when Jubilee exits, she pays no mind and keeps walking into the night. She picks up a pace and takes a right. The devil stays in step. Another left and then a right. A left and a right and the devil picks up pace. Right, left, she tries to refuge into a nearby apartment area weaving through the alleys left right she can't seem to shake him right left the devil cackles and turns the corner and finds himself staring down the barrel of a loaded gun her eyes were sharp and unwavering that's the thing about the frontier galaxy you reap what you sow a click a bang and another tune dusted to the wind and the days aren't gonna get any better it's noon and the heat is unbearable and bright a transport ship kicks up the red sanded earth um, and lands at the Buford Intergalactic Terminal, carrying only one. And as the bay doors open, the left behind spills out. Amber, can you please describe your character and introduce them? Absolutely. Ooh, okay, so O Bridges is O Bridges has an air of melancholy. I mean literally just melancholy in the infinite sadness is really just the whole the whole vibe um he I'm sorry they they have like red hair jagged it falls at the at their chin it's kind of disheveled like obviously home cut kind of thing oily greasy as if they haven't showered or maybe they're just fucking around with too many me- me- mechanical parts um a scar goes across their chin, um, and it, it's just from you know previous fights, previous excursions, maybe previous lovers. Who knows? Um, they're stocky. They've got, you know, they're stocky. Their their gait is a little uneven though, um, due to their uh, due to their robot mechanical leg they lost their leg in a previous uh in a previous shootout but it's fine because uh their leg is also done it's fine we got it it's cool uh (laughs) um but yeah they're they 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 walk with i mean though their gait is uneven it's not uncertain 
they walk with determination, with power almost, knowing that the only person that they can rely on anymore is themselves. So, also, always carrying a cigarette. Listen, you can't have the blues if you're not smoking, like, two packs a day. So, So, oh, you exit off that... uh off that transport ship and you enter into the uh, the Bearford uh, intergalactic terminal it's run down it's worn out it's been mm-hmm. sandblasted it's been it's just a piece of shit and you don't really see a lot of people here um, and if you do like people who are scattered around they look kind of like miners who have been coming and going from here to Irvine which is the moon that is uh, orbiting around Reno 12 mm-hmm. um but you go to the, the terminal gate and you present your 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 identification. Um, the the sloppy looking uh, TSA guy just kind of quick looks at your card and kind of hands it off, and then you exit into the terminal into the dusty remnants of Reno 12. Um, it's a bang and boom looking place. It kind of reminds you of a, a dusty desert. It's got dented uh, signs and all sorts of things. Um, it's a fairly large town too, so you can have the choice of either hoofing it, which will take you some time, or you can try to require a uh, vehicle at the Wheels on Wheels right next door. Oh, I mean, absolutely. Gonna go for a car. Okay. <laughs> Do you have a particular type of car you would like? Does it run? Does it have air conditioning? The... <laughs> The lady at the terminal kind of like smacks like her bubble gum and says, yeah, <laughs> and toss <laughs> trades you a, a credit for, for keys. Um, and you go to like the end of the lot. It's this old beat up looking sedan. It's nothing special, <laughs> but it runs. <laughs> it runs. And it's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, me, I, I like run my hands over like, you know, the roof of the car you know, kind of get take some of the dust off, uh, hop in and crank up the radio. Turn it on, crank up the radio, AC blasting, yeah. So where do you want to go? You really didn't come here with anything in your pockets except for some of your mementos, some weapons, and a card, a singed business card to the Viper, uh, to the Viper Bar and Grill at the edge of town. Of course I go to the Viper Bar. Okay. It's a place to escape the blues, at least for some time. You crank the sedan, you peel out of the Bedford uh, terminal and the wheels on wheels, and you head to the edge of the town. Meanwhile, the back roads in Reno 12 are some of the most dastardly place to be, and nobody really should be out there. It's home to the dead cats as well as the Reno Snakes, one of the leading factions here in Reno 12. But some things need to be transacted while we're out in the desert, and it's only at the behest of three little renegades. They've been entrusted and in charge to bring together two people, the Perazzo family, as well as the Reno Snakes, in some revelry in hopes to bring some peace to this crazy town but the only way to do that is to throw a party but when you need a party you need booze and Francine Dubois of the Viper Grill won't give up her booze without a favor so she sent you to the Brack Roads to do a trade 
a trade of credits for an item that she's hoping to acquire from some smugglers out there. So you find yourselves at an old rundown diner, um, broken apart, windows are busted in, boarded up, shitty place. And two people push through the door. One is an older gentleman and the other a very tall woman with purple hair. Uh, Zakia and uh, Caleb, introduce your characters. Okay. Uh, yeah, so Stokes is um, pretty tall, I guess, maybe like 5'11". Um, this huge square purple wig, dense wig, uh, that comes down to almost like a a bad Viking stereotype braid coming down the side that unites in this like iPod looking like capsule and two big white Bluetooth headphones that are, they look glued to the side of her face and a white um, like mechanic jumpsuit that the dust that's sprinkled over it is almost aesthetic. Like you can't tell if she bought it weathered or if she weathered it, um, but it's intentional. There's like, there's dynamic movement happening there. And then um, her arms are covered all the way up to the elbows in what looks like like beaded bracelets. But some of the, the closer you look, the more you realize like some of the beads are like just brightly colored trash, maybe. Um, and then one hand, the beads are much more dense and you can see they're like reflective parts of the beads kind of extends to the skin. Like there might be some prosthetics under there. Uh, I think that's it. She walks like the fact that she is standing up, the fact that she is in this room is personally offensive to her. And she expects everyone to apologize for that. <laughs> uh, Leslie is nearing his 50s. He's got that salt and pepper in his beard, uh, very prominent and starting to gray at the roots up through his uh, sort of medium mop of hair. Um, he's uh, tanned down. He's got this trim old beard that's hiding a chunk of his jaw that's been missing from a scar that looks like something took a, bit, a bite out of him. Uh, Body-wise, he's real wiry and skinny, but he's got that old man strength where you can just tell all he does is work. It's the type of body you can only get from eating for fuel and working just hours out of the day. He wears a navy blue coverall that's unzipped down to about half his torso and cuffed at the elbows. It's embossed with this blue sort of Victorian filigree that dances down the coverall. He's got that classic cowboy belt and in the center, a belt buckle that is an LED projection of the moon that actually sort of blinks ar uh, around that belt and you can see the moon start to wane and go through the cycles as it, as it goes throughout the day. Um, and then on his side, I mean, hanging off the, the thigh holster on his side is this uh, large uh, um, lever action shotgun that's sort of sawed at, at half and uh, ready to shoot at any given moment. Um, he has these really uh, cold calculating eyes, but in face, he's the most stoic fucking person in the world. And uh, it's very hard to tell what he's thinking at any given moment. Think uh, Daniel Day-Lewis vibes. That's all you need. <laughs> and as you guys kind of push open that door, in one of your guys' hands is a briefcase full of credits to trade. Um, the door kind of flips back and forward. And just like in the background, you can kind of see what looks like a, a beat up, like 
burgundy red looking El Camino, the kind that has like the <laughs> the bed in the back. <laughs> and you could swear if you were like, if the uh, one of the people who were like kind of looking out can swear there's a dog at the helm. <laughs> Sergio, can you introduce your character really quick? Yeah, sure. So, um, Paunch, as the crew like to call him, is sitting in the driver's seat, and he's like just like strumming the, the the top of the of the of the driving of the steering wheel, and seems very eager to get out. Very quickly gets out, and when he jumps out, um, he is basically a four foot five Shiba Inu anthropomorphic man dog, and. <laughs> He has these big, you know, white ears. He's wearing a red, um, like, pilot's jacket. And it's got all these different patches of different companies and places around the uh, the solar system. And the big prominent one is a very faded conglomo uh, uh, sticker on it or, or patch. And he is wearing an eye visor, kind of like a... He basically looks like a, a, a robotic cyclops with just this, this visor over his face. And as he um, uh, walks, the, uh, uh, the the sign will say things like, you know, good boy or pet me, you know, things like that. It will kind of like cycle through. So uh, he would like push through the, the, the I, I imagine like old Western style double doors. That he would push through and even like kind of rush past uh, uh, Leslie and Revel or Stokes and kind of go straight to the bar and just ask for a drinky. <laughs> and then you know, he just smiles and, and waits for the uh, for the uh, bartender. And he's got these big sharp canines, but he's just waiting for his drinky. You punch spent a lot of time in town and not on the back roads, so you don't realize that this is an abandoned restaurant. Yeah, he, so he you literally like around. kick open the door, sit down, and just yell on the top of your lungs, "Give me drinkies." <laughs> I, I I think I just like realize that and then turn to the others and be like, "Why are we here? There's no good shit." Uh, uh, yeah, take a blues for that. <laughs> um. As you turn around, you realize that Leslie and Stokes are just standing in front of like three or four looking goons who were just about as they were about to like begin a transaction. And now they're all I... just collectively looking at you. While they do what they do, I just don't think Punch would believe that there's no good shit. So he's going to go around the back of the of the bar and just like look, see if there's like an empty bot, like a bottle of leftover or something. Hey, now, Paunch, don't go too far, okay? Don't mm -hmm, get lost. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right? What is that? Ooh, what is that? That's oh, I, I, I forgot to mention, he looks like a Stan Winston, like, like you know, special effects from the 90s. Like, he looks like Howard the Duck, but a dog <laughs> instead of the duck. You know what I mean? <sighs> I've never I, seen a dog do that. What is that? Yeah, well, it's not really dog. That's Paunch. Uh, he's our pilot. Right, right. Yeah, we run things a little different here on Reno. Uh, um, but he's he's good. He's good people. I checked him out before we, we went through this. So. Right, 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 right. Well, Dubois said that uh, she was going to be sending some people by to do this transaction. So I assume you're the people. 
But yeah, it's as close as it passes for. Hmm. Right. 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 You vibe. You, you guys. Re- you guys snakes. No. 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 You. You can call me lady. And this is Stokes. Uh, Punch will poke his head out of the the back of the bar and say, "Me and Spicy Man four nine eight five two, and then just go back under. That's that's spice. He's okay. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Well, the price is a hundred credits for what I got here. And if you're free to look around, if there's anything else you're willing to trade, but that's what's mainly on the table. Um, you like. Is there any sort of role I could do to discern whether that's a good price for us? <laughs> uh, yeah. You can roll uh, me a savvy check, and you can okay. see if you can suss out the haggles. Suss out the haggles. <laughs> what you got? I have a five. I don't know what that means. Uh, it means you didn't succeed um so the goal is for rolling 2d6 um and the goal is to get eight or above um plus you plus your mods right you added the mod to it yeah it gave me a negative one is that correct yeah are you a negative one in your stat do we have a zero a two and a negative one no it should be a one a two okay well then i actually got a six but i'm gonna change this to a positive one Mm -hmm. no cheating i promise I, I still fail. I wonder if I did that. That's weird. How dare you? How sir? dare I? <laughs> Disadvantages. <laughs> um, I still failed. I have a six total. Yeah. I mean, you... You don't know exactly what you're trading for. Dubois never mentioned exactly what it was. So as far as you can tell, 100 credits is fair deals. <laughs> We're going to need to see the, the merchandise before we hand over anything. I hope that's okay. That wasn't a part of the deal. The deal was just trade. Well, you but, know how these negotiations go. Sometimes things change in the heat of the moment. Are are you not amenable to working with us? Good business is all about working with the other party. Hmm. It's a show of good faith. We'll show you what we have and you show us what you have. You know, he leans over and he like gives a nod to somebody and they bring over um, a very small box. And when they open the box, it's got a watch inside. Like what? That's what like, du- like a wristwatch, like a regular old wristwatch. Doesn't look anything special. Can That's I what make du- a, I want. Can I make it like a nerd check just to make sure this isn't like a like a tricked out Apple Watch or something? It's like a normal I'll- watch. Yeah, I'll give you that, and I'll let you use your um, your grease monkey thing if you want to. Okay, how do I? I know that means I roll with exertion, but I don't know what that means. You can roll. You can roll first, and if you need, if you fail, you instead of um, exerting heart hard points, you can um, re-roll without it. Sweet. Okay. Cool. So it's just A regular tactics. Yes. Okay, that's a nine. I'm gonna keep that. A nine. Yeah. Success is above eight, right? It's like eight. Above plus. eight. Yeah. Yeah. Eight plus. Except there... in combat, um, combat is determined by target um, stuff. We'll get into that later. Um, is there a critical at all? Like if we roll a twelve or something like that? 
the higher it goes, it's um, the better the success. Yeah, better yeah, yeah. Success. better discuss. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so you you open the box, and I assume Lady just doesn't understand why 100 credits would be for some dinky old watch. But you, Stokes, kind of like you catch something in like the way that the the face head kind of ticks. It doesn't tick like standardly. So you go and you like check it out a little bit, and as you kind of like look into it, you've kind of heard of these things before. They're very rare. They're known as gambit chips. They're little devices that uh, that can affect uh, small electronics, and they're also known as a bookie's nightmare because they're often used at casinos and uh, places to interrupt like surveillance feeds and and uh, rig slot machines, shit like that. Hmm. Okay, then you're gonna see her face get a little bit brighter. I think maybe just eyes and above. Um. Yeah. Lady, I think we're good here. I think we're very, very good here. All right. Uh, yeah, we're we're gonna pay you, you folks out. Ponch, roll me a observation check. All right. Since you're dinking around towards See if I the can back. Find anything? I rolled a four. You rolled a four. You're so preoccupied by looking for the good stuff that you don't notice anything. Uh, yeah, I think probably dejected, I'd, I'd eventually hear the uh, the human beings talking, and I would go over to them and see that they have a shiny, and I certainly would be intrigued by this shiny that they now have in their hand. I'm just kind of obnoxiously like like a child, like poking my head in between them to see it. You much for wearing watches, Ponch? You want something new on your wrist? I'll take it. Maybe we could we could try this out once we're once we're safe in the in in shippy. I think the guy yeah the guy closes the the box. It's like no watch without credits. Yeah, I know how a deal f- works. Um, I'm gonna root through my my belt there and try and did they give us the credit chips? Yeah, you or have this... you have a you have a briefcase. Oh, beautiful, full of credits. Beautiful. Yeah, I'll click it open and uh, toss it. Uh, you know, sort of motion it forward. Somebody, one of the other goons goes and kind of scurries by. He picks up a credit, kind of bites it, tries to bend it, make sure that it's real. Looks at him, gives him a thing. It's like, all right, well, how are we going to do this? Well, (laughs) it doesn't fucking matter to me. We just pass them over at the same time and hope nobody does anything stupid. Can can Ponch as fast as he can try to grab the the watch box? Oh uh, yeah, roll me a roll me a savvy. Yeah, <laughs> roll, me a, roll me a contested savvy. With a plus two, if I roll poorly, it's gonna determine. Oh, I rolled oh. A seven, so <laughs> let's not, see what I got. Not a success. Here we go. Oh, okay. This is interesting. You like you like see it in the shiny and, and stuff and then like literally it was about to be like a, a handoff, you know, one hand on the briefcase for each person, they're gonna let go. But you're like, this is too much time. Mm-hmm. And you go and you swipe for it. But you miss and the guy flinches because they're not expecting you to do that. So both of you guys end up dropping both the briefcase <laughs> and the box. And it just all busts open and all the credits go flying and the watch goes a little bit off to the ways and now everybody's looking at each other 
Oh shit! I mean, hand down to the <laughs> shotgun immediately, not to fire, but it's definitely like Mexican standoff. All of us are standing, waiting for something to happen. I'm getting ready to die for the watch. Meanwhile, <laughs> <laughs> a sedan slowly rolls out of town <laughs> and eventually makes their way to the Viper Bar. Uh, it's an old ranchack looking kind of bar, um, and. Uh, made out of like wood and stuff like that. It's got this like nice little porch area. It's really wholesome when you think about it. Um, but it's all the way out of nowhere, like nowhere near the casinos, nowhere near the strip. It seems a little odd that it would be out here, but seems to be doing well as there's just several bikes just kind of parked on the outside of this bar. Um, you pull up your car next to it. Um, and what you can see at the front of the of the door is this very big dude like bald head thickness um looks like he doesn't fuck around um and as you approach he kind of puts his hand out and he's like nobody's uh nobody's allowed in the bar today interesting you say that considering it looks like the bar's popping today Snakes only. I've never seen you before, so I assume you're not a snake. You don't bars think close. that they bars close. Oh, fascinating. Well, I mean Sorry. Ooh, my brain I sorry. My brain is just uh... Can you can you hear me? I the bar oh, is yeah. closed today. We're not letting people in. Go back to wherever the fuck you were. You came from. If you want to drink somewhere, there's always the high roller bar out in town. But- I flash. I flash the business card that says like that has the handwritten stuff on it, and I'm just like, I was told to come here. Seems like possibly official snake By business. Who? Who'd you? Who? Well, yeah, I give him. Well, give- I mean, why else would I have this? It's a business card for the the Viper Bar, Diamond a dozen. Who sent you oh. here? What about Tango? Tango. Hold on a minute. The guy goes inside and comes back out, <laughs> um, with two other dudes. <laughs> Now, the last time we told Tango when he came down here in these parts to never fucking come back. So if you're a friend of Tango, you're not a friend of ours. Oh, no, I'm no friend of Tango. He done broke my heart, left it in pieces, but tore it to bits. I want to get, I want to get back. And I heard this is the place to do it. Only a savvy check. Just try to convince Got to them. Amber. Just, just savvy. Just strap savvy. Yeah. Well, that's a four. That's a four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> the guy gets up in your face for the upteenth time. I've said. There's nobody coming in this bar today. And if you're not going to listen to me the first time, maybe we're going to have to learn a a different way. 
And I he's mean, just gonna and he's gonna just sucker punch you oh, in the fucking okay. face. <laughs> that is a success at eight. Um, and you're gonna take one point of heart damage as he just cold clocks you on the ground. Oh. <laughs> so unless you got an actual name for this bar, get the fuck out of here. Let me let me consult with my associates and I'll be right back to you. But you got a sick right hook. <laughs> I respect that. Okay. So what are you doing, Amber? I'm just gonna go back to the car and sit in the front seat with your associates, yes. <laughs> Because I need to go back and result. I need to go back and check the notes that you done sent me. <laughs> okay. Listen, you know I've been through hell yesterday. No, I, I completely forgot everything we talked about. No, I know it's fine. <laughs> everybody yeah, else, me... everybody else who's at the uh, at the uh, the gas the that the restaurant in the back roads. Roll me initiative. Oh boy. <laughs> why? What? Because you dropped all your shit. No, I know why. I just don't... <laughs> Whoa, we all rolled, we all rolled threes. Yeah. All right. You all rolled. <laughs> We're so in sync. Because we are sisters. You all rolled threes? Who has mm-hmm. the highest savvy out of all of you? A two? I've got two. I have a one. Um. Ponch and Stokes fig- figure out I, who wants to go first. I think Ponch go first. Yeah, I think I would go first because Ponch would probably go after the shiny, and once he has it, he probably, knowing the way human beings work, he'd want to run out of the room because they're going to start shooting at each other. Okay. So that's his cool. game plan. <laughs> that feels right. Yeah. Ponch has wanted the shiny longer than, it, than Stokes has been going for it. Right. Yeah. Should I make some kind of. Uh, roll to catch it or something before the other uh, guy does give me one second let me let me roll out initiatives how many people there was like four guys right four enemies four guys okay two of them the main folks and then four guys that you've goons. seen mm-hmm. yeah that's true love that love that we're definitely not I mean, at that Viper bar that O'Neill's at, so that's interesting. No, you guys are far in the back yeah. ro- uh, in the back roads. Um, Amber, are you are you good? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. So what are you gonna do now? You've regrouped. You went back in the car. You got that life hook. You're bleeding a little yeah. bit in the mouth. What are you trying to do now? Ooh. You are muted. I think you're muted. For some reason, we can't hear you. Well, can there you we all... go. Now we can. Okay. okay. There we go. I knocked my microphone wrong. Listen, it's been the worst 36 hours. <laughs> <laughs> fine, you're good. You. You're good. <laughs> um, yeah, no, no. I was like, damn, I really, I really need to. It's been a long, long trip back to Reno 12. Uh they flip over the other side of the card. He goes, oh, yeah, I guess I should have read this. <laughs> yeah, that's a real important real important information, huh? Uh, and so I'm like, listen, I go back to the bouncer. I'm like, listen, brother, I'm so sorry. It's 
I'm just coming back to Reno 12 and I'm just getting my land, my planet legs back underneath me. Planet How many times legs. do we got to tell you, old man? Look. <laughs> We're not going to play this. People. Give me initiative. No, wait, Rook, Rook sent me. Okay, roll, roll initiative still. <laughs> okay. That didn't mean shit to them. Oh, I just yelling work. things out while they're beating him up. <laughs> I rolled roll a two. two. <laughs> okay, cool, perfect. Yeah. Um... I can't even get into the bar, and y'all are all like getting your asses kicked. Yeah. All right. It's gonna be a one we're... session one shot. Yep. So we're. <laughs> yeah. I hope not. <laughs> so we're back at the back roads, and all the chips have been laid out, and every single person looks at each other and goes, "It's a free for all." And just at that, <laughs> Paunch jumps into the pile, snatches. Are you just grabbing the watch, or are you that's grabbing all, the credits too? Is, is... I think I, I think he'd be focused on the watch, not thinking about grabbing the credits. Okay, yeah, you go and you just snake the box and um, just start booking it out the door. Roll me, uh, roll me a savvy check to see how well you do all of that. Here we go, twelve. Twelve, nice, as effortlessly. Good as I can. That that's the best you possibly do. Yeah, you just like like the instincts inside you know being a dog you just immediately snatch it you put the box between your mouth and you just jump over a goon kicking them and like off balancing them and you're just booking it towards the car i'm assuming you're trying to get in the vehicle yeah i'm definitely trying to get into uh the 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 driver's seat and uh while all this happens at least in paunch's head uh, the song Damaged Goods by Gang of Four starts to play, and he's just like, he's he's amped, he's going. Yeah. You almost, like, slide over the car as you try to, like, get get to it. Um, up next is uh, Stokes. What are you going to do? You just saw you just saw everybody <laughs> go for the free-for-all. You're seeing Ponch run out the door, and now you're starting to notice all the other goons are starting to reach for guns. Mm-hmm. What are you trying to do? Trying to book it? You're trying to grab some credits on the way out <laughs> i think yeah i think she was she was gonna go for the watch until paunch got it which is fine enough for now but seeing all those coins like explode over the ground is gonna have her frozen for like half a second <laughs> um if there's any that have rolled behind her she's gonna 100 percent scoop some and leave <laughs> as stealthily as she can um yeah does it look like lady staying Right now, Lady has not quite reacted to everything. He's kind of still <laughs> a little fat, flabbergasted. He's he's next on the um, order. Okay, she's gonna just motion for him to go, but up to him. But you're gonna stay. I'm gonna start heading towards the door. Okay, Lady, what are you gonna do? Have they pulled their firearms at all? They're pulling firearms. They're gonna shoot. They're up next. <laughs> they're gonna get you. <laughs> do I get? Yeah. Do I get a sense of who they're? Are they all targeting me? Are they targeting some pot? Like, do I see where their eyes are going? You know what? Fuck it. Um, I'm gonna pull the shotgun. I'm gonna do that fancy little roll with the lever. Um, okay. And I'm gonna point it as best I can at whoever I was doing the most business with. Try and get it pointed straight at their foreheads. And everybody, calm the fuck down. 
<laughs> All right. Roll me a um roll me a grit check. See how uh Yeah. How intimidating you are. Does my gambit come into this beast? Uh, I get uh, upper hand against the cowardly or against the odds against those with something to prove. Absolutely. Roll that roll that gambit. Okay. Cuz you don't you don't take this kind of shit. <laughs> I don't. Fuck this shit. Uh, so what do I do? Op- upper hand then? Yeah, you'll roll it at upper hand. Okay. A 14, motherfucker! Ooh. Whoa! Beautiful. He's a mean-looking motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, you. it's like clockwork. You've done this so many times, it's almost like repetition. It's, you know, you just flip that that shotgun don't you like you you flip it and rack it at the same time that's how fucking good you are at that shit um and you point it like you don't like there's not even enough distance between you and the other guy but you so you're literally bare like putting a barrel straight in this dude's fucking chest as you say (laughs) everybody calm the fuck down (laughs) and everybody does stop for for a fucking second okay all right um (laughs) shit He's like, you easy, old man. You don't uh, don't pull something you're not ready to pull. I'm not. You don't think I'd point this at you if I wasn't ready to fucking pull it? You want to die for a watch? You think you're the first one I put down for no good goddamn reason? You sit the fuck down. Oh, he's scared as fuck now. <laughs> he's a, take a blues. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> so what are you going to do now? Uh. Is that all you're going to do? Just they're walk out. For, you just have to walk for out. the door, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna cool guy walk out with that shotgun, still <laughs> pointed at all of them. I'm gonna trade for each of the four, and just step out. Don't they're you all... ever fucking come for us. <laughs> Are you gonna turn and run as soon as you clo- get out of that door? <laughs> yeah, fuck you! <laughs> all right. Cool. So you book it. Are you getting Punch, in the back? Get the fucking car! Are you getting in the seat Sorry, or are you getting running. in the in the in the bed? Just so I know. Oh, I'll hop in the bed. That's a good idea. Okay. Stokes, you're hopping in the bed or hopping in the car? If we're I'm I'm like not I'll hop in the bed too, because I don't think I have time to run to the other side of the car. Okay, yeah. Uh I think Ponch just kinda like howls in in, in joy and kinda screams out mean man named lady and just like kicks it in the drive and heads off hell yeah let me let me let me roll some stuff amazing quotes already gang (laughs) so as soon as you lady you're the last one to leave the the door and as soon as those those double doors just kind of walk back and forth and stuff like that, you and Stokes just tuck and run and like jump into the bed. Meanwhile, all four of those goons fucking just kick open that fucking door and they start shooting at you yeah. as Ponch just screams on the top of his lungs and books it out of there. Um, it misses you guys, but it does hit this uh, the El Camino and it does take uh, it does take a body damage. Okay, uh, from it um, as like <laughs> just a shotgun like blast just hits off one of the um the back windows and you guys take off uh amber <laughs> you've gotten out of the car you just yell out the name rook and this goon who's just pissed off at you keep coming back swings at you again he misses but he's Good. prepared to fight you again um 
what are you gonna do if you're on you're on top of this initiative okay great i um i just kind of <laughs> i i yell listen <laughs> i yell listen i'm <laughs> oh my gosh where i cannot find it it's uh oh my god Listen, life we're talking about. Uh, I was told that I could always find company in a viper's den, and that her favorite flowers are sunflowers. Like, does that mean anything to you? I don't know anything. I'm not. Is that your, is that just, your turn? And then I ready my fucking like brass knuckles just in case. Okay. I don't want to fight him. <laughs> But he wants to fight you. <laughs> I don't want to fight nobody. Um, when you say that to him, he's just like, I don't know what the fuck that means. And he goes and he swings at you again. This time he doesn't asshole. like he doesn't like hit you, but he manages to like put you in an arm lock. And then you're just like saying that shit to him. He's like, I'll find friends in a viper's den. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Your favorite flowers are sunflowers. <laughs> I'm very small and I have little money, so you but... can only imagine the stress that I'm under. <laughs> Bad first day. <laughs> Welcome to Reno. <laughs> and as he's kind of got you in this like headlock, and you're just like <laughs> trying to fight this dude off. <laughs> I just want to get in the bar. <laughs> I need you hear a, you hear a voice though. You hear a voice that says, "What did you say?" And as like the muscle guy just like turns you around, full Nelson, <laughs> so you can see <laughs> who, the, who the fuck it is. And standing at the at on the porch is um, a woman. She's very tall. Um, she's got like rows and rows of braids. This long coated duster, dark skinned woman. And she looks at you, and she says, "What did you say?" I said, "I am very small and I have little money." And <laughs> before I... before that, I don't give a fuck oh. about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I said that. Uh, her favorite flowers are sunflowers and that I'll always love her till the end. How do you know, Rook? Let him go. Let him go. <laughs> the dude, like, lets you go. Uh, How do you know, Rook? Thank you. Rook, Rook and I go way back on the seventh sun. Yeah, I know he wrote the seven sons. I haven't heard from him in months. What do you know about yeah. that? I mean, we 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 were betrayed by Tango. Take a blues. She looks at you kind of like a little uneasy and a little worried, but she tells motions you to come inside to the Viper Bar. Thank you. Meanwhile. Ponch, roll me a, a savvy check for your mobility uh, as you drive this vehicle through the back roads. Okay. Mobility of two, so I'll roll my savvy. Stokes uh, just, and... Yeah. yeah, Stokes and or Leslie, roll me an observation check since you guys are sitting in the back of the car. Um, I rolled a eight. Rolled an eight? Nice. I got a six. For my observation. 
an observation. Stokes. Got a also a six for my observation. Nice. We're doing great. You don't you um Ponch books it and they're just going. They're dodging and weaving through some of the grittier parts of the you know, you kinda have to drive very carefully on the back rows because like too much sand could bury you. Not enough sand, you won't get enough traction to keep going fast enough. Um but Ponch is being able to kind of duck and weave it, howling on the top of his lungs as he does that. <laughs> Leslie and Stokes, as you guys are kind of like holding yourselves in the back as you're kind of like bumping up and down uh, from the suspension. In the distance, you can't tell how many people, but you see a big cloud of dust smoke following you guys. Ow, <laughs> you're not shit. alone on these roads, and they're coming for you. Um, Stokes and Leslie, what do you guys want to do? That sounds like we're going to take care of this from the back. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you guys want to hold actions for that, or do you guys... Yeah, as soon as I've got a bead on somebody, I want to take some shots with the shotgun. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Stokes is going to start unscrewing her hand. Nice. In preparation. <laughs> Holding okay. action until she sees him. Okay, sure. They're gaining on you. And they're within uh, far range of you guys. And you're starting to see at least three bikes, but the rest of it's clouded in smoke. Leslie, you hear the sound of gunshots, and all of a sudden, into your shoulder. Oh, a bullet shit. hits. You take three points of heart damage. Fuck. Um, from a bullet from away. But there are other bullets that are whizzing and flying by you guys and ricocheting off the back of the car. But they are slowly gaining traction. Ponch, roll me another uh roll me another savvy check for your driving. Uh see how, uh, see how fast you guys get out of the back roads. So I, I want to do something specifically, especially if Ponch becomes aware that they are gaining on him. Yeah. I mean, it, you can look in. You can look in the rearview mirror, yeah. and you can see that so, people are coming. Is this savvy roll just to like not kill everybody, or is this savvy roll to like can I do something in particular? Savvy. This savvy roll is for your just for your driving. So okay, you'll have an action on this. Yeah, yeah, you'll have an action to do as well. Nice. Roll an eleven. Roll an eleven. Yeah, you're Beautiful. staying strong. You're keeping Elise ahead of them far enough where they're not getting into close range of you guys. They're in far range, so they can only throw weapons at, uh, shoot at you guys mm. currently. Mm. Um, and they're not able to to gain any more traction because you're just booking it for them. Um, but is there something you want to do on your turn as it is your turn? Okay. Um, yes. On my turn, I see that they're shooting at us and they're gaining speed. And I think... I'm going to try a tactic that generally works that uh, Leslie or that lady and uh, Stokes, uh, it, uh, you know, we have experience with where I'm going to immediately slam the car into whatever the proper, whether it be neutral or reverse. But the point is, I want to very quickly have us basically gut behind them, like almost like kind of reverse as they zip past us, you know, un unaware nice. Or unprepared for it, so that's that's Fuck what I want. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Hell roll yeah! Another, roll me another. Roll me another savvy check for your for okay. your driving. Wild we got card. something for that too. That's gonna be good. A oh, six. Hell yeah! A six. 
Is there Six? anything we can do? Not far from eight. You, Six. you, if you want to re-roll, you can exert yourself, which is okay. giving up a heart point for every dice you want to re-roll. I will totally re-roll. Now, how many dice do I see? Two d six. I'll roll that one. I rolled a one. Um. So let me roll another d six, and I'll remove a heart. Nice. Six, nice. Twelve. Twelve. Excellent. Yeah. Or eleven. <laughs> eleven. You, yeah, you, you look in the rearview mirror and you see that they're they're kind of gaining on you. And you know that you're no good if they're just going to keep firing at you. you. You notice that they hit Leslie. Leslie is kind of like restructuring themselves. So you you know one of your like Evoc trainings from back in the day. And you just like hit the brakes fucking hard. <laughs> hit the brakes and you turn the wheel in a way where like all of a sudden all of these motorbikes just go right past you and then you just click it and shift it back into gear and now you're driving right behind them there's about five of them on bikes now that you're you guys are now behind them um anything else you want to do on your turn i think that's all you can do hit them with the good shit so i'll yell all right right leslie and stokes uh you guys are in the back you see this whole maneuver, you hold on. Actually, no, you hold on. You hold okay. on. Let's <laughs> not make this more complicated than it needs to be. Um, what do you guys want to do? You've noticed now that Ponch has put you guys in a position where you guys have somewhat of the high ground. Um, because now they don't even know that, you know, they're looking back now and trying to figure out how to regroup. So you have an opportunity. You have the surprise. Yeah, I definitely want to grab onto the railing of the the back uh, bed and sort of struggle my way up, uh, nursing that bad shoulder for a moment, sling out that shotgun and prop myself up onto the roof of the the Camino and take shot at one of these fuckers. Yeah. And I'm aiming for him. This is not a game where I'm aiming for the motorcycle and it goes flying back. Fuck him. Back (laughs) of the spine. I'm taking this fucker out. Want to paralyze these mofos? Yes. <laughs> What'd you get? Death or the chair? Damn it! Uh, <laughs> let's see. Um, savvy, right? No, no, no. You're rolling an attack. Oh, I don't. So an attack okay. will give you three dice. You get to choose the two dice you'll use to make up your uh, your attack, okay. and then whatever the remaining dice is will be your damage point. Got it. So it's just normal odds, right? Normal odds. Okay. So choose to add appropriate stat. Um, I don't understand. <laughs> well, you rolled straight threes. Yeah, what the fuck? So I choose two out of the threes? Right, so that's six, and then yeah. add what is the appropriate stat? Grit? I believe grit for shotgun. Um, that's still a seven. Can I exert to change one of these? Yes, you can. All right. Um, one die six, and that's a five. So that would take me to a what was a seven is now a nine. Nine, okay. Yes. And what's your da- and what's your damage die? Uh, where do I find that? You, that was a three, right? You you said yeah, you rolled yeah. three threes, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Tight, 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 tight. So yeah, you 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 prop you swing the shotgun over. You use the kind of like the top of the the cars as leverage because your shoulder is just motherfucking killing you. But you manage to just like slide the gun across enough to know where it will leverage it and then you pop it and you manage to hit the back of one of these bikers and he just like does that thing <laughs> and flips back and forward and he just wiggles and just falls off and just 
darts off. So now you're down to four. All Stokes. for a fucking Rolex. <laughs> Stokes, what are you doing? <laughs> Is there anything, uh, like, what a... Does Poncho have, like, shit in just the bed of his truck? Like, something to throw? This is a rental, isn't it? That we didn't really even. Is this yeah, ours? this is not technically. Yeah. It's not technically your car. You were given there's it to, to go and... out the back room. Okay, so there's Unless... like, is there like an emergency kit, <laughs> like flares and jump cables and shit in the back? Yeah, I would say there's like you know like because it's a two seater, so they got that little pocket in the back of it. There would okay. be like maybe an emergency kit. Yeah, sure. What are okay. those? What are those like rolling balls of plants that like roll in the desert? What are oh, tumbleweed! Oh, tumbleweed. Yeah, tumbleweed. I want to say there's Can one I'm... little tumbleweed. A tumbleweed? No, I want a tumbleweed. Yep, I'm gonna take it. Okay. I will grab the tumbleweed you keep in your truck, and I'll use my my, lucky my plasma tumbleweed. plasma torch arm to ignite it, Fuck and yeah. then throw it like we're in Mario Kart at okay. one of the motorcycles, just the closest one, because I don't think I can get it's that. It's a one. red shell. Roll it's a red shell. A, roll me an attack and add savvy to that modifier. Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay, so that's five and five is ten plus two, twelve. Whoa. Yes. Whoa. And that'll do three damage. Three damage. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, and Mad she's going to, for Flair, she's going to throw her real hand in the front seat, punch. That's not the first time you've seen that. He'll high five himself <laughs> with it. <laughs> you high five it, but you you see that that was a distraction to grab the tumbleweed as they snatch the tumbleweed out like your favorite tumbleweed. Tumbleweed! <laughs> Set this tumbleweed on fire and you just chuck it and you manage to get it. You uh you manage to chuck it and it gets to the f- like far enough to the front biker and it instead of it actually hitting them it actually bursts and explodes on their front tire which also causes them to kind of shake and rattle and they fall but they fall in a way that knocks out like two other people so there's like one guy left punch roll me a a, roll me a a mobility roll for driving because now you have to roll past all of these bikers who just laid themselves down in the middle of the road i don't i don't want to i would run them over Oh. <laughs> high score. Right. I want high score. Yeah, I'm, I'm well, electric score in their, in their direction to hit them. Oh, okay. Well, hell yeah. Uh, everybody in the car, roll me a blues check then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do we just gain a blues or do we have to roll some? No, you don't gain a blues. You'll roll for blues. So that will be... Hold on a second. Come on, oops. We're all fucking flying in the back. <laughs> God damn it, um, punk! High score! <laughs> For blues check, you're gonna roll me two d6 and add your grit. If you get a total above eight, you'll take a blues. If you don't, uh, if you roll under seven, uh, you'll not gain a blues. Oh, under seven? Under seven, you don't uh, get a blues. So seven and above, we do get a blues. Seven and under, you don't oh. get a blues. Eight and above, you get a blues. Got okay. it. I get a blues. Leslie? I got a seven. Okay, no blues. So yeah, punch with no hesitation. <laughs> Jess, <laughs> Fury rolls these guys. Just <laughs> runs them all over. You're feeling the bumps in the bru- you know. Uh, oh, <laughs> and so you. Yeah, yeah it's sweet. And as you guys pass by, like Stokes, you like look out and you just notice just like laid out bikers. Not we have to discuss 
the point system. We have to discuss the point system. <laughs> <laughs> he is getting a touch out of control, isn't he? It's real but, people. <laughs> but it doesn't seem like anybody else is pursuing you. You've managed to get by for now. As you guys weave your way back to Reno 12. Lady being a gross old man is definitely going to dig into that wound and try and get the bullet out. Um, and he's just got pure old man face on the whole time. Like, it doesn't even bother him. Yuck. <laughs> Done that before? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Stokes, roll me another blues check. Take a blues. I'll take a blues. Okay, oh. I'm fine. You're fine? Okay. Yeah. Hey, take a deep breath. It happens. And he's just rolling out the shoulder. I didn't need to and see it... you reach inside yourself like that. Well, you can't leave the bullet in there. That'd be fucking stupid. But we could, there, are, there are specialists we could go to, or just anyone that's not you actually just taking out like, with your dirty hands. I don't like doctors. Punch, Punch is like yelling from the, the driver's seat. How's Tumble? Where's Tumble? Oh. AJ? <laughs> oh. There. They. We lost them in the fight. They got shot. <laughs> oh. Okay. 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 We, 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 go, we go back to Shippy? Back uh, to Shippy. Well, okay. we, we gotta. We gotta go see uh, uh, the lady of the house. We gotta go see the snakes, don't we? We gotta turn this fucker in. Who wants the watch? Right. Yeah. We we can't be walking around with this thing, especially if we just murked you know, six people to get it. Shiny and I, uh, <laughs> like waving the watch. I'm like, yeah, it's shiny, isn't it, Ponce? You like that? Mm-hmm. High score. Yeah. High score. High score. It's gonna take about. 20 minutes for you guys finally to reach civilization again so you guys are just hightailing it booking it back meanwhile back at the viper bar this woman has let you inside <laughs> oh um they go behind uh what you see is just a beautiful like wood laden kind of bar a typical biker bar you you would see you know there's pool tables and stuff you know a lot of shit's made out of wood they got like Leather and tapestries and stuff all about. Um, Hot. <laughs> the woman goes and behind the bar and she pulls out two shot glasses and slams them both down. And then she pours you both a shot, slides one to you, and says, So tell me what happened. I mean, what didn't happen? Um, them fucking parazzos at it again I mean they they were they were going for tango they were they were going but tango turned us over to him as if as if everything that we'd all been together been through together meant nothing I've think I'm the only one left maybe I, I it's been all a blur but you know lost my leg to it lost everything to the Parazzos and but but Rick told me to come you know before before it all happened 
Rook told me if anything did happen, I came to you. So, uh, it said you would know, it said, said, hold on, said that I would always find, let me figure, hold on, said if I was ever in trouble, I can always find company in a viper den. Viper's den, yeah, which is here, my bar. Yeah. Rooko always had a soft spot for those he liked to travel with and always wanted to make sure they were taken care of. (sighs) They were like that. Hmm. She seems really sad by the news that Rook is no yeah. longer here. I'm sorry. I'm really, really sorry. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. It's just been, uh, it's been rough on a lot of us. Yeah. So is the Frontier Galaxy. She takes another shot back. <sighs> so why are you here then? Uh, th- what are you hoping to know. accomplish now? I mean... What do you want? What I want is revenge. Really. Mm-hmm. Against who? Oh, I mean, the Parazzos. Like, I mean... <laughs> I know that sounds ridiculous. And then I, like, you know, oh, take the shot. it's not ridiculous. Not at all. What if, uh, after you take that shot... She pours you another one. What if I told you, you that you have tremendous timing? Do tell. Well, rumor has it, last night, Casey Perrazzo was shot dead in the streets of Reno 12 outside the Sunshine Apartments near the El Rey Cantina. Says so she had it coming for her. Hmm. Exactly. Which means that right now, she takes another shot back, <laughs> gives you another one. <laughs> it means that the Perazos are vulnerable. Which means that we might have a chance at taking them out for good. Would that be something you're interested in? It'd be an absolute delight to be able to take advantage of this prime opportunity. But I'm not... How can uh, help? Are you, so you're fully down, because I don't have time for chicken shit. I gotta move quick, and I gotta move fast. I mean, I got a car. I got a gun leg. That's new. That's exciting. How can I help? Well... There's two. The biggest thing we need to do is we need to stack up on this vulnerability. With Casey Perazzo out of the way, means that they're hurting for some muscle. I mean, Tony still has the the twins, the older brothers and sisters, but we got to make it hurt. And I know how to make it hurt with his younger brother, Luciano. I think the thing. I want you to do is find Luciano Perrazzo and uh, bring him back to the Viper Bar. We can absolutely make that happen. That is not a problem at all. We're gonna need some help, though. I hate for you to go alone. I got 
couple of folks who are supposed to be coming back with a particular item that's gonna help us further along the way. And I'll let you know about that a little bit later when you get me Luciana. Of course. Go back to Reno 12. Um, find a shitty looking ship in the Buford terminal called Shippy. You'll find the crew. Shippy? Shippy. I didn't name the ship. You'll 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 figure out soon enough why. It's more of a surprise for you. I mean, Shippy is awfully close to shitty, but I mean, it's a All shitty right. ship. Not gonna lie, I've seen better. I've probably seen worse. So. <laughs> Bring back Luciana Perazzo, and, and we'll talk. Do you want him dead or alive? I would prefer him alive. Leverage is better when they're alive. Fair enough. Some people have preferences, and I, I mean, I just wanted to check in. He'll be dead sooner or later, but for now, life. All right. We'll grab him. Uh, the person you should be looking for is uh, a person named Lady. He'll be the kind Lady. of the person to talk to of the three. You'll find out why. Oh, alright. They're really all a quiet right. taste, but <laughs> there's some of the decent renegades around here. Alright. I can definitely thank you for your kindness and your hospitality and your bouncer out there is doing a great job. It's been it's been hard. With Casey dead there's a lot of heat going around and I'm definitely mm. a target so better keep things safe. Sorry for the definitely trouble. Definitely understand. No, it's all good. I'm again, my mind my mind's still out in outer space. So we keep taken spaced out to a whole new level well I would get your feet on the ground because it's not going to be an easy thing for you to do alright right. like kind of motions you to get out of here yeah do I owe you anything for the shots just you can owe me it back when you give me Luciana Parasa <laughs> okay great I just I, I want to make sure my debts are paid. All right. Yeah. We'll, and if you we'll could, don't come back with that shit of a sedan. We don't do sedans here at the Reno Snakes. I'll get you a proper bike. Oh, that works too. I'll take a bike. Cool. So you're heading back to town? Yeah, I'm heading back to town. Cool, cool, cool. Meanwhile, our three intrepid <laughs> souls, you roll back into Reno 12 and you notice that like at the, the roads that kind of lead into town, there's been a, a random toll booth or that's been kind of set up by what looks like some Perrazzo goons. <laughs> uh, Ponch, you roll up to it and stop, you like look out. And this this burly oldish guy, like he's got to be in his like mid forties, like overweight, just sweating in the heat, just kind of leans down. And he's like, ah, just the pooch I've been looking for. Do I know him? Do I know their name? You uh, you know him as um, Rocco. He's one of uh, one of the. 
bigger uh, enforcers in the hierarchy of the Perazzo family. Enforcers. Rocco, me get high score, and I and I reference to the very bloody uh, bumper. Of- oh, oh Jesus! Yeah. Oh yeah, look at that high score. Huh, oh, huh, still huh. somebody's face like scrammed, scrammed in it. That's uh, it's real nice there, dog. It's real nice. Um, the boss is looking for you at the High Roller Casino. All three of you. You mind stopping by there for a second? Uh, yeah, yeah, we got some business to tend to. You think we could take care of that first and then go see him? Well, I'd hate to keep the boss waiting. Oh, right? won't be for more than a second. <laughs> yeah, well, you Yo. can see, uh, well, Ponch has been busy this morning. <laughs> we got to make yeah. sure the heat's off. We don't want to bring none of that back to your boss. Well, I doubt anything that's shitting around in the back roads is going to cause us any problems, so... I'd suggest you go see the boss as soon as possible. Like, as soon as possible. Right. A-S-A-P. Yeah, you get it. Get it. He's he's learning how to spell. I like that. It's getting better at that. Yeah, he's a bright boy. Good as boy. Well, good. Good as boy. Well, uh, yeah. Get out of here. What are you guys going to do? Are you guys going to go back to Shippy, or are you guys going to go see the boss? We have a lot of money on us. And yeah. A, a well, we watch. have something of a lot of value. We, we have something have of money. value on watch. you. I grabbed some coins. Okay. Credits. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, and those were for Francine Dubois of the Viper. Yeah, Viola. for the opposite person than the bad mobsters, Italian Americans. Um, <laughs> yeah. What do you guys think? I think we should go see the boss first. Okay. All right. Because they might give us a better offer, and I'm totally down to flip this watch okay. for more money. <laughs> Fair. Holy shit. Okay. All right. So you drive forward and you head to literally almost the center of Reno 12, this high rise casino. Um, it's literally the probably the best looking building. <laughs> it's got retrofitted lights. It's you know it's just a nice little oasis in the middle of a desert. <laughs> and you go in, and hanging to the left is the um, the high roller bar, a nice fancy, um, very nineteen twenty ish looking uh, bar with like these nice wall window uh, wall mirrors, Jesus, um, and very like brass like heads of like statues and shit um and standing at the back of it is tony perrazzo and about four of her goons and luciano perrazzo the youngest brother of the perrazzo family who owns the high roller bar um and he's kind of dressed in a way like a bar back you know he kind of likes to look the part when he's on on shift um but tony is sitting at one of the the tables in the back um and just waiting for you kind of has both of hands together in anticipation um she's wearing like a power suit she's got her she's got long hair but it's slicked back you know she's got like you know it just looks aggressive (laughs) and not to be fucked with um she's the owner of reno 12 and most of the settler system that you guys orbit um and you know that for a long time she's been trying to get total control over the town as she buys up 
various buildings and other storefronts uh, slowly increasing her power. Um, and she looks at you all. Do you want to do something, Punch? I, I was just going to say that like, as we're kind of walking up, Punch is generally friendly demeanor you know kind of quickly starts to change his shoulders kind of rise up to his ears or to his head and he gets a little bit closer to stokes like almost kind of protectively um he's got this dog like rope like this like it's almost like a billy club size and he's just kind of got it in his hand and he's clearly like running it around in his hand like nervously but he's suddenly a lot less friendly as they enter the, the den and as you guys kind of approach, Tony kind of speaks up and she's like, well, look, well, looky here, boys. Isn't it nice to have such well-fine neutral party members here in Reno 12? So interested in the benefactors and benefiting everybody here, the Perrazos, the snakes, anybody they can get their hands on. Ain't that right? And she looks at all of you. Well, Miss Perrazzo, we like mostly to keep to ourselves as a group. I, I hope that doesn't mean that we've offended you by our neutrality. Oh, how could I offend you? You guys are friends of Gagoosh. I love Gagoosh. Yeah. Gagoosh. By the way, where, where is Gagoosh? Uh, she's been um, on Wait, vacation. Just... Yes, as of late. She's been away on, on business off planet. Well, she not gonna... too... She's Don't not going to be at the party out. tomorrow? Probably not. Maybe she's she's just resting up. We don't want to we don't want to have her burn out. You you, you can never really small. tell with her. She promises to be at each performance she throws. So I imagine you're in for a surprise if you stick around. Um, she is quite the promise and quite the get. I, I wouldn't count her out. As long as I've been working for her, as short as it's been, she's always kept a promise. Punch right, just well. blurts out, "Gagoosh sleep on shippy." <laughs> yes, that's where she when she's on the when she needs a place to go we you know she's got a room she's got a room on the ship and that's yeah yeah pa- Ponch is saying she's got to come back sometime she lives there yeah she knows where home is that's what we're yeah. saying mm-hmm. I, I, I'm sure that's the main draw for your uh, interaction with our entertainment business, huh? Well, I mean, I was hoping to see Gagoosh, especially if you guys are hosting such a party. We can show you Gagoosh. Of... Oh. We could, um, I mean, basically what we've been saying, we should, we'll stay tuned. We don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, well, we're just getting things ready in her stead because she's a very important business person. We want to make sure that the back of house is run. You know, Gagoosh is up front. It's really me running things out back. Uh, you know, I'm the ugly face they put on the party preparation. Mean lady. Yeah. Well, who are you pointing at, Ponce? Don't you? you. Okay. Oh, me. That's oh. confusing. <laughs> Fair. Good, good. We got to be very clear about that. I'm the mean lady. That's the nice lady, right, mm. Ponce? That's mm. nice. That's nice. Very nice. So you guys wouldn't happen to know what has happened over the last evening then being so neutral and out of everybody's pockets and hands eli would we have heard about this whole killing is is this yeah yeah, casey going down no 
You wouldn't have. You left early in or earlier in the day before word got out. Yeah, well, I, I don't rightly know. Uh, we were on some business in orbit, so we haven't been around for whatever the hot goss is. We're, we're not really uh... orbit. That's interesting. I haven't yeah, seen. Uh, I haven't seen your ship leave or uh, leave the terminal. It's a matter of speaking. Orbit about the planet. Uh, we've been traveling today. Mm. We we missed whatever it is uh, happening town. That's a so, very convenient story. Long drive will shippy with wheels. Yeah, there, there you go. So you wouldn't know about my brother's death. No. And no. as she says that, like you see, like the other goons kind of. Take a step up, like get out of their seats a little bit. All right, all right, all right. We don't need it. Come on, you ask us here on account of uh, this meeting. You're excited to be a part of our revelry and see what Stokes is all about. You want to see Gagush, and now you're going to step to us like we killed you. You know damn well if we would have done that, would have been a lot louder. Look at us. You think us the conspicuous type? <laughs> well, if you don't know, it, if you didn't do it, who would? Who would have the balls? I don't want to ask basic questions, but do you have any enemies? Yeah, maybe a whole den of snakes? I don't know. Do you have enemies, (laughs) TJ? As far as I know, you can't work a day in any job. (laughs) Very, uh, very funny. Yes, I, um, I do. But I, I know, I know them. I know where they go and I know their names. DJ made good shit. Yeah, yeah. With all due respect, uh, we are in your place. We're trying to play by your manners, but please watch your words around my DJ. Thank you. Are you threatening me? <laughs> I'm not threatening. I'm promising. <laughs> now you know we've done right by you so far. We haven't done nothing to step into your ring. Don't make us. Roll a roll a grit for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Please don't. We can't fight again. <laughs> yeah. Is this a normal grit? What kind of grit is this? We're good? True grit. Not uh, an attack grit? <laughs> you're, yeah. not, you're not uh, attacking. Um, okay. Does my gambit come into this? I'm intimidating. <laughs> I'm going to use oh, that is, shit wherever but is, I can. But is, but is she intimidated? Is yes, that's very true. I know yeah. that against... Uh, what does against the odds do exactly? Against the odds is essentially so it's a essentially technically what advantages and disadvantages are. So when you roll um, with the upper hand, you get an extra dice and you take the highest two. Um, okay. But against the odds, you roll three and you take the lowest two. So against the odds is disadvantage essentially. Yes, essentially. Okay, got it. I understand. Um, for this one, you will roll straight. Prazo okay. is not intimidated by you. An eight. Okay, an eight? good. By the way, thanks to Dungeon Glitch and to Mirrored Onk, who just gave us a bunch of uh, uh, subscriptions yes. or gets tier one subs. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Thank guys. You. Um, she takes your words and takes a nod. Kind of like snaps her fingers and everybody settles down. Take it easy. Yeah. I believe you. I want to believe you. Good. Want to. I need you to do something for me. On top of the other stuff you need to do. Oh, yeah. Goddamn. Mm-hmm. A vagabond rolled into town today. 
goes by the name of O. A little weed in the grass. I need to be taken care of before it gets out of hand and grows and flourishes. Bring them back to me. I need a word with them. This is just an escort. We're not to send any message. I'm not breaking bones, am I? If uh, breaking bones means getting them back here, I don't care how you do it. Just do it. But they need to be alive. Right? Alive. I think it's very coincidental that somebody would roll into the town like that. Don't you? I don't know. Everybody comes through Reno. Mm. Well, bring me O. 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 Pontius starts saying O like over and over again. <laughs> oh, bring me O. Oh, oh. Consider oh, it an oh, act right. of good faith that you aren't involved. And in, in exchange, you, we just get your belief. Is that what yeah. it sounds like? You can't imagine how much belief gets by here. Is there a direct sort of currency exchange rate for belief to credits? A bullet is a straightforward currency, don't you think? I understood. Thank you very much. Yes, ma'am. I think that makes perfect sense. Let's do it quickly. I'd hate to start a party with uh, unsavory guests. No, no, we got to make sure that uh, that party goes off without a hitch. I mean, consider it done. You want this elf uh, person brought in? We can do that. Right. Well, have a good day then. Yeah. Uh, you, you got any idea where we find them? I got uh, what they look like, and to show you a photo of what uh, O looks like from a like a, a CCTV <laughs> image. Ooh. Oh shit! They they fit right in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, all three of you, roll me observation checks as you leave. An eleven, seven, six. Lady, during the whole transaction, as you were talking to uh, Tony Perrazzo, you saw Luciano kind of just within your periphs. But you were kind of noticing throughout the trans- transaction, Luciano seems a little uneasy, especially when it came to talking about the death of their brother, Casey. Mm. And he seems a little agitated, uneasy. Um, and then as soon as you guys like leave or like walking out, you notice him go to like the back area of the bar and just kind of strut out and rush out. But the process throw you out of the high roller bar back to your car and i think that's a good time to take a quick like five ten minute nice. break okay okay so we'll be back in 10 minutes Stay we'll see you cool. soon oh oh hey welcome back to 105 mdrp as we continue on our tale of orbital blues so last we left off um amber oh was given a task to find uh, a ship down back at the terminal called Shippy. Mm-hmm. And so you take your sedan and you hit the drive and you make it all the way back there. Um, you park your car. You start kind of going through the various terminal ports and stuff and you eventually find this raggedy ass ship. Um, 
You can see that Shippy is crudely painted on the side, out of made out of like the original label of shipping. Yeah, you just like, see, it, like, it, like... It, if you take more than a second, you can clearly see that it says Conglomo Shipping, but all that's been scraped off except the S H I P P I part. The remnants are still there, <laughs> right. and it's you know, <laughs> give it a hard look. You know, it's kind of beaten worse for wear, um, but you know. Um, we got a, iconic. At one point, we have to release the other names we almost called it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I have the list. I have the list. We it's will. Ready. We will. We will. Um, but yeah, I mean, from the outside and the exterior, it doesn't look like anybody's around. But um, what do you want to do? I, I definitely. Yeah, hmm. For some reason, life as a highway is going through my brain as I'm walking around looking at this thing, but like specifically the Rascal Flats version from Cars. I know exactly. So you didn't even have to specify which. Are there other songs? <laughs> yeah. Yes, there are multiple. That song was a cover. <laughs> um, but yeah, so specifically, like, yeah, so yeah, I'm like approaching Shippy and like. I, I just I always feel like I have to almost to ground myself, like touch whatever I I'm you know I'm about to enter, be it a ship or a car. Um uh-huh. and um run my hands along the side of shippy and kinda like maybe some like rusted off bits of paint <laughs> flake off onto the fingers. Um like alright, well this is this is she. Well, uh, can I find like a door? Is there yeah. like a door or a <laughs> roll open me an observ- or Roll me an observation check. <laughs> All right. <gasps> Hello, that's an 11. Beautiful. Yeah, it, it doesn't take you long. I mean, you've seen liner, you've seen ships like that. They're pretty much most ships are the same. So you're just kind of looking for the mechanism that will like open it. Mm-hmm. Um, most ships would have some type of password, but you just kind of push the first four buttons one two three four <laughs> and you just hear a click a beep and it just opens you can just see like where one two three and four are like worn off more on the buttons <laughs> yeah and, like, yeah the claws, like, claws, <laughs> like there's scratch yeah there's numbers. weird scratches on it that like you don't expect scratches like that to be on it um yeah but yeah yeah the 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 bay door <laughs> lowers um to the cargo area of the ship you're gonna go inside uh, I before going inside, I yell out, uh, "Hello, is anybody there? Is is Lady here?" You like yell it, and you can kind of hear yourself echoing through. <laughs> lady, lady, <laughs> lady. <Yes. laughs> you get a sense that nobody's here. Well, all right. Well, someone's bound to show up. This. Sack of John Kessel belong to somebody. <laughs> Rude. Okay. You're gonna go inside? You're gonna just wait outside? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait outside. I don't necessarily think it's of I remember when I mean it, it's flashing back to me of of the memory of the you know our the sh- invasion of our ship and I don't wanna do that to somebody else. So Alright. With the bay door open, you kind of did 
like kick some of the dirt and kind of just sit down. Take a blues as you contemplate that. <laughs> um, yeah. So you kind of light a cigarette and just let the smoke kind of just wait. Yeah, it's it's kind of like you know when like you know dads you know hang out in front of garages you yeah. know <laughs> wait their for their buds to show up yeah <laughs> you know the thing dads do yeah shout out to the dads watching damn straight <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah. so as you you kind of wait the the rest of you are leaving um the high roller bar um and kicked out of the, the casino um, back to the street. Hey, uh, did you two clock that and sit in there? You guys see what, what was going on there? Clock, 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 clock. And I'm pointing at the wa- wristwatch. Yeah, that's good, Ponce. Good job. Um, Luciano, you, you see how fidgety you got? I mean, I figured it was just because of his brother. Well, no, you felt something else. Well, yeah, he left as soon as it was done, like he learned something, like, I, I don't know, like he knew something. Ponce, you smell anything on him? You, you got that sniffer, huh? Smell like, uh, like, like cologne. Good, Ponce. So we- yeah, that's what I was looking for there. Mean Lady, uh, so it's, Mean Lady get high score on feelings about this guy? Yeah, high score on, I mean, the highest, uh. I think we ought to go around the corner here, see if we can follow through, and I don't know, maybe do some reconnaissance. Um, try and see where he's going. I, I think he's up to something. I I always knew when somebody was in the crew was stepping down the line. That was sort of my job. And Lucy's taking a step. Point. Uh, uh, this way, boy. <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna <laughs> see if I can come on. <laughs> come around the corner, see if I can catch what he's doing. Roll me an observation check at uh, upper hand. Ooh. Also, okay. Caleb, take a blues since you're remembering a time long ago. <laughs> I'm <laughs> falling into old routines. Uh, you're just going to casually say that? Yeah. <laughs> Stand by. I'm just fixing something real quick with roll 20. Okay, here we go. Rolling observation at the upper hand. Uh, oh. oh my god. Well, wait, wait, wait. I'm rolling for the ship. Never mind. Oh. Not the ship. <laughs> observation, <laughs> observation upper hand. Here we go. A nine. Oh, okay. oh, nine. That's much nice. better. You, um, like, lady points you in a direction, and you kind of just, like, instinctually, like, sniff. Because you, you smelt Luciano's cologne. He wears mm. it a little mm. thicker than he should. Um, and you kind of, like, take a moment because it's really dusty and stuff like that but eventually you get just like a tickle of the smell and you go and you walk all the way like all the way around to where probably the back like area of the bar would have been like the back like going into like an alleyway um and you don't see Luciano but the smell has gotten stronger and it seems like he's come out of this door and headed down the alley further somewhere in a different direction that away. Yeah, I'll point in the direction. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I think I'm gonna follow Ponch's nose. Um, yeah. What What do you guys say? We get a look at whatever it is he's doing, or do we give up the trial? Just a quick look. But okay. we can we can do a quick look. Yeah, we yeah, we can do a quick look. Because you have a hole in your shoulder. Yeah, let's make an agreement now that we're not gonna kill anybody when we get there. Yeah. 
No high score on killing. Got it. Good, good, good punch. All right, lead the way, dog. I I will definitely try to get as close as I can to the scent of this man. Yeah. So you go around the, the, the side of the alley and, and you your the scent is getting stronger to the point where like you guys have caught caught up enough where you, you can at least see Luciano in the distance. You you know what he kinda looks like. Um he's walking down the strip because you know, the heart of the high roller casino and stuff like that is in the middle of the strip. So he's walking um just down the street casually or in a, in a, not like casually in a, an awkward way, you know, like he's trying to be fast, but he's also trying to draw attention to himself. But it's obvious that he's like trying to get somewhere inconspicuously. Me Um, bored. I just say that to to the two of them. Yeah. You done with this punch? You don't think this is anything? He's not doing anything. He's walking. He is walking. You're right about that. He's going somewhere. As he, yeah, as he gets to the uh, almost to the end of the street, he goes into what looks to be like a a, a gold shop or a pawn shop. Um, he kind of looks around enough. Doesn't seem to clock you guys as he scurries inside this gold shop. All right, who among us looks the most uh, inconspicuous? <laughs> <laughs> Looks at all three of you. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe Ponch, you ought to go in there. You, you're kind of short to the ground. You're quick, huh? You think you could watch what he's doing in there, huh? Yeah, me, me watch. Yeah, you get the high score on watching, okay? Just don't get caught. Okay, me get high okay. score on watch. And, and you take some notes, okay, Spicer Man? Notes? Ooh. Just pay attention. Pay attention to what he's doing. Okay. I just (laughs) yeah. Quick two scratches behind the ear. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. And I'll 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 walk in and I'll try to mimic the way Leslie walks into a room where he walks in, then he just kind of stands in the doorway for a bit. What's going on in this in this pawn shop? (laughs) So once again you (laughs) once again you just kick open a door. Like you're like staunched out, like trying to look like a like a cowboy. Like Leslie, yeah, like me, lady. But wait, but like what you see is like it's not even like a big like building. It's like literally like you got one glass like counter on one side, one glass counter on the other that kind of wraps around, and that's it. Like there's a tiny door that looks like it will lead somewhere in the back, but at the end of that thing is just this old jeweler man who's like got like those glasses with the multiple lenses in and he's trying to like tinker with uh, a piece of jewelry and like set some some gold and where and is this peraza that we've been following what are they up as to? you look as you looked it in there you don't see luciano peraza hmm. you just see the old man tinkering with the uh with the jewelry well paunch is reciting in his head get high score on watch and he looks down and he sees he has a wristwatch. He's going to go up to the counter and he's going to go, watch! And just present it to the, <laughs> to the pawn shop oh, owner. No. Oh, no. Can we see this? Can we see no, this? No. You guys didn't go in. You guys are outside. <laughs> so, yeah. See, so the, the, uh, the old man um, all of a sudden, like, like, looks up. And, like, you see his eyes are just, like, 
giant because of just how many lenses he has like in front of his eyes um and he looks at you and he's like you see him blink because he just he doesn't even know what the fuck he's looking at he's looking at you <laughs> um and then he looks down at the watch and he's like oh and then he kind of like leans forward he kind of like grabs your arm and tries to inspect it a little bit um, While he's inspecting it, do I, like, if I just, like, look around behind him, does there seem to be, like, a door open or any activity that I might notice? Roll me a uh, observation check. Okay. A straight observation. Straight observation. Here we go. Nine. Nice. Nice. Um, you're, like, trying to listen in. Like, you're trying to smell, like, for the cologne, but there's, mm. like, he's got, like, jewelry chemicals out, so it's kind of hard for you to smell it, but... Mm. You have very good ears as well as a good sense of smell. And while there's a door closed right behind him that would lead to like maybe a back room area, you do hear clattering and clamoring, like someone's quickly moving in the background. Hmm. In the back. Yeah. What do I want to do? Um Okay. Ponch will I think that Ponch is going to go through with the transaction if the guy like offers him something oh well I mean okay what what does he offer Ponch the old man is like like looking at it and just trying to examine the whole thing. Like it's got, you know, the the, the face itself is made out of like pure gold, like made out of gold. Um, there's some nice little inlays and, and stuff, and there's a little level of detail. But the band itself is made out of like leather and it's kind of worn, so it's not necessarily the best looking thing. Um, so he looks at you and says, ah, "Why don't I give you? Uh, I sell you that for." Uh, 20 credits mm. Mm. <laughs> 20 credits 500 credits <laughs> my boy <laughs> I don't think you understand what money is 500 credits that's preposterously insane for me consult my constituents and I'm just gonna walk <laughs> out the pawn shop and return to uh, to lady and, and DJ and say he want 500 for the for watch or he want Wait, 20 what? for watch what what do you he mean why are you selling watch? why are you selling the watch punch uh, we're not selling the watch we are doing to give the watch to the oh me one high score on watch should oh well fuck that's on me poor communication on my part right fuck <laughs> Parazo in there me hear him yeah he's yeah. in there he's in back room what, you think he's sticking around for a while? Maybe he want to buy a watch. We're not going to sell him the watch. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. All right. We know where he is. We know he's coming here for something. Uh, maybe we can come back if we need this info. Or maybe we sell it on over to the Vipers. Uh, we got information we can use. Ponch, you did the best job, and I am so goddamn happy you did not sell that thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. High, high score. Uh, uh, lady's going to reach into his belt off the side and take out some, like, scratch pad that he uses to keep numbers and uh, write down his little thoughts. And he'll just go to a brand-new scrap of paper. He's going to write 1,000 uh, punch points. Nice. And take it out of the notepad and give it to him. Now, you did good. You keep that, okay? Uh, this, you know, he, he's been kind of trying to re- he's really trying to remember people's names so he's been saying oh 
in his head a lot. And then he starts singing it to the tune of Jimmy Eat World's Sweetness. Oh! Yes. So, yes. Yeah. yes, 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 yes. So where are you guys heading now? You've yeah. clocked where Luciana might be. Um, what do you want to do? What do you guys think? What are we doing? Well, maybe we go back to home base, Shippy. We we try and figure out who we can call about tracking down this old person. That feels right. Do me like Shippy. Oh. Be right back. So, so it good. sounds like we're heading to Shippy. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. So you clock where Luciano is. You guys walk all the way back from the script uh, to the strip. Back to the casino where you parked your car. You get in. Oh, dear ladies. Dear Lady Charlotte. Um, and you guys head back home to Shippy. You're spent a day. It's probably getting hotter now. It's probably maybe, I'd say, four or five o'clock. So the sun's really setting that heat in and you're kind of really feeling it. Um, but you pull up and you, and Ponch, you can see, because you know the ship well enough in the distance that the bay door is open and you see oh hell no and you see like a small person sitting at the edge of the bay door <laughs> should be being disassembled and i'll probably like jump out the car and race over to see what's going on yeah i'm gonna rack that shotgun and climb out the side there uh yeah oh you uh you're just sitting there and eventually you see like this like beat up burgundy brick red looking El Camino <laughs> chugging towards your car and out comes this anthropomorphic dog person who's just yelling at you he he like stops halfway and is just like growling at you hey hey I'm sorry I I I I I don't mean no harm I'm I'm just looking for the people who run this ship I'm looking for lady well, you just go opening somebody's ship without their permission? You looking to well, get killed? Well... Name, business, occupation. My name is O. Bridges. Oh, you gotta be fucking <laughs> Wow. O? O? Wow. I'm just, like, pointing and stunned that that's O. How many punch oh, points is, is that worth? Yeah, I don't... <laughs> I don't fucking know. Uh, okay, my just... My name is O. Just sit there... I gotta think. Well, yeah, I prefer to sit. Stand, you want some water? Standing's kind of hard. We'll get you uh, some water. Well, I I don't know if y'all are gonna kill me or not. I just had a shotgun in my face, so uh, at this maybe point, I should go. Yeah, Ponch like already recognizes you as a friend and like comes over and like starts kind of like hugging your leg. Yeah, oh. I'll, I'll sling the shotgun back to my holster. Am I allowed to pet you? Is that weird? No pets. Okay. No, no pets. pets, 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 pets. Oh, 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 no, no, comma, pets, exclamation point. Okay. We make a funny, yeah. we make a funny. Yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, uh, uh, so, yeah, I, like, give good scritches behind the ears, like, right in those, like, ear sockets right there, uh, like. But as the other two are walking up, I say to you quietly, you am good boy or bad boy? <laughs> Lay it out right now. Lay it out right now. Am, am good boy? <laughs> me am good boy. Me am good boy. Spicy man four nine eight five two. Fabulous. We, we just call him Ponch. Yeah, 
he he seems like a paunch. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I I couldn't find like no one seemed to be here. I, I the, you know I knocked at the door and then I you know wanted to I didn't go inside. I just I should have closed the door. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. just future tense that that gets you killed on Reno. That gets you killed everywhere. I've seen people kill for less. I, we did that a couple hours ago. Get in the fucking ship. Let's talk. All right. You did that a couple hours ago, and yet you're still alive? Hold on. There's some contradictions going on here. Just point to the front of the truck with all the blood and... <laughs> the hair. Viscera. <laughs> yeah. Chippy and, and Poncho kind of like happily run back into the ship. Why did you guys describe to Amber what Chippy looks like currently on the inside? As you guys have been. Well, it's like a big shipping ship, so it's very open, like a like if it was a big hall. It looks like it's been retrofitted, like mm-hmm. if it's like a like a party barge almost. You know what I mean? Ooh, it's got definitely some some uh, art and like some stuff to make it feel like a party. For as ugly as the outside is, the inside looks like it's been, like, had a lot of money thrown at it to look nice. Mm-hmm. A, a facelifted John's Incredible Pizza. Right. <laughs> yeah. If they clear... Yeah. If they DJ's got their own booth. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to roll up on your, on your turf here. I just, um, I was just over at the Viper bar the viper room and they sent me out here looking for y'all uh to see if we can find luciano uh palazzo Brazzo, and uh bring him back you're a viper i, I not officially no no uh i like I, an intern well <laughs> I'm gonna. The Brazos took out. Well, I mean, can I trust y'all? I'm gonna shut the bay like doors it's... and lock them. <laughs> yeah, huh. you can trust us. I mean, you can make a savvy Brazos... check if you yeah, want. Yeah, actually, I'll do a savvy check because I, I don't know if I can trust. Roll savvy check. Uh, yeah. Punch never lie. Oh, we got a ten. Mm. Does anybody want to contest that with a grit or a be... savvy? To appear untrustworthy, or or to pre- appear trustworthy, I can do oh, a savvy. Yeah, I'll try for a grit. Yeah, I won't look appear though. <laughs> yeah, no, I lady a, doesn't look very trustworthy. No, I got an eight, and this will be as as Stokes brings them a glass of water. Mm. Oh, you well, thank you kindly. You get a sense of hospitality from that, right? That puts you at ease. But as soon as Lady shuts the doors of the cargo bay, and now you realize that there is no clear exit for you, you get a sense that there's something potentially up. Um, it really just feels like Lady Sings the Blues um, goes through my head. Yeah. Uh, and and it just is my eyes squint for just a moment but as I take a sip of the water I say well y'all basically the the Parazzos took out my entire uh, took out my entire previous crew Mm. Mm. Uh, 
it just just a big old mutiny betrayal heartbreak you know every story ever told you know he, he, but you they never hurt think your family that they hurt your they family hurt, they more than hurt my family punch they disassemble your family they disassembled my family I think is the kindest way of putting it uh they broke my family broke so yeah I, I th- so basically all that it, all that to say I need to find Luciano Perazzo, take him back to the Viper Bar, I mean the Viper Room, and then whatever Francesca wants to do to him, that's fine. She can do. I just, I want to get back at him. And they asked you to find us to help you do that. Yeah, they said you had some kind of like watch or device or something to make it so that that could help i don't know i don't know watch i'll show it on my wrist ember will me uh will me a savvy check as pawn shows you the watch thanks to uh right. parker woodley who subscribed to us for 12 months welcome hey, to <gasps> a full wow. year. yeah that's awesome a full year good yeah. lord that's amazing um yeah i rolled a nine the nine. Um, as you, as Ponch shows you um, the band, you clock that it's not just a typical watch, that there's something a little bit more to it. Hey, Ponch, do you mind if I take a look at that? Is that okay? I can hold your paw. 600 credits. I can squish your toe beans. You're like, squished. <laughs> okay, sorry. You look, and I'll just kind of like yeah. show it. Yeah. What do you I notice? You notice that like the inlay in it it has is a little unique, and it looks like there's like an electronic device that's set inside this watch. You're not quite sure what it is, but it seems like something much more valuable than a than a watch. You know what that's for? Do I know what that's for? <laughs> you kind of, you've seen criminals use it. You've seen people in the outlaws and stuff like that. You're not quite sure exactly what it is, but you have a hankering that it's just, it could do something. Besides tell the time. <laughs> mm. Well, Ponch, you're a very good boy for getting this watch. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, but... Uh, I'm sorry. I don't think I actually caught everyone's names. Can oh, I'm I'm Stokes, Revel Stokes. Stokes. Just call me Stokes. Stokes. Okay. Yeah. Ponch introduced himself like immediately. Spicy man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm Leslie, but everybody calls me Lady. Perfect. Thank you. Um. Stokes, Lady, Ponch, thank you for letting me share. Um, I, I'm sorry to just barge in like this. It's It's been a rough... You know, those blues, they really settle right into your bones, you know? Replace the marrow. Damn. And all. 
Ponch is like gonna like nuzzle his head under your arm. Like he's really feeling bad for you. Take a blues and everybody blues. Yeah. Yeah. Because this has been a a tale. (laughs) 2d6, right? 2d6, no mods. Oh, wait, 2d6 and um, your grit, I believe. Yeah. 2d, yeah, 2d6. I gained a blues. I'm good. Oh, wait. 2d6 plus my my grit mm-hmm. yeah plus your grit no no you okay. you are you take a you take a blues because you're you're oh, okay. dabbling in your troubles um but everybody else so yeah ponch so- you like <laughs> ponch and leslie like something about that just resonates with you like and you feel like this wave of sadness you especially leslie like you know you <laughs> you've been a rough and tumble kind of guy you've You've done bad deeds too, and you've also had to witness the fallout of that, and you're witnessing it right there. And Ponch, you know, you, you've come to love the family you've gotten, and they give you the good times and the high scores, and you hate to think that that could just end. Her and her story reminds me of the good boys I left behind. And the mm. good boys you left behind, yeah. So true. Oh. So. You're a ganger on the run. You you left. You were running. Well, I guess you could say I'm left behind. Who'd you used to run with? Oh well, uh, hold on. It's it's hard to say. You know, it just brings back all the memories. But I mean, the the seventh son was the name of our ship. Does that strike anything for me, Eli? Yes. You, being in the Zenith group, would have heard of various outlaw ships that patrolled in this part of the sector. The Seventh Sons was um, run under uh, the captain of King Le- uh, Wesley King's fleet. Um, and you have met some of the members of the Seventh Son here on Reno 12, specifically a man named Tango Fontaine. You ran with Fontaine's group. You could say ran with Fontaine. Hmm. All right. So you came back. You, you're, you're thinking you're just going to mosey into this, the center of Reno 12 find Luciano, put a bit in his chest, and then climb the top to Tony. You're just going to take out every peg in the machine? Well, I mean, sometimes you have these cinematic and beautiful, you know, revenge plots when you're sitting in bed waiting for your surgery to end or you to recover from your surgery. Yeah. I, I don't think that's necessarily what's actually going to happen but it did feel nice to pretend that it was going to happen you know yeah oh do you mind giving us a chance to speak to each other just the the three of us real quick absolutely uh i i can leave no no that's fine just go enjoy the refreshments and i point over to where the dj strobe lights are still going in the corner and then i'll I'll, ca- I'll call a group huddle to us over the the other uh, you know what let, let let's go talk in uh in g's room <laughs> <laughs> i just like sadly do like the the backpack kid dance <laughs> oh, oh. 
Ponch, no, like, just kidding, don't. <laughs> Ponch treats O'Neal very sensitively. He's like, me be right back, okay? And I just start walking away. <laughs> Therapy dog. Yeah. Yes, oh, Therapy dog. Oh, I just did it. Oh, God. Um, yeah, so I guess we step into that uh, freezing cold uh, room and shut the door behind us. Uh, yeah, and then before sit- you before you guys get into it, Amber, are you gonna stay put? Yeah, I'm gonna stay put. Okay, cool. She probably like sees the uh, or or uh, O'Neill sees the door open. There's like this gust of like cold air that comes out of it's like room. fog machine. Like. Yeah, like you're in a hot park because like it's like technically like the cargo room, so it's not really yeah. AC'd oh. here. So it's a little warm. Well. It's it's the perfect spot to have like a flashlight rave. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what I say. That's what I say every day. <laughs> I, I still don't understand what that is. Oh, uh, they pretty cool person. We yeah, good shit. I mean, it doesn't matter, right? We're just gonna turn them in. We turn uh, in O. Isn't that that's what we were asked to do? I don't know. I kind of like the kid. I know, I know. But listen, I don't know. When you get into a situation like that and you're faced with losing everything you knew, you get crazy dreams like taking down a whole gang. I understand it. I mean, we are in a good position for what they're trying to do, and we're working with these two groups regardless, aren't we? Vipers bad boys and... Perazzo bad boys. So see, 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 see. Ponch gets it. I get it, but this is just a wild thing to just decide to do. I we're we're talking about being a double agent. So what we can take Reno? Like what what are we what are we what are we lying for? Well, we have been pushed around by these people since uh, goddamn second one, since the quartet came together. We got two groups thinking they can tell us how we live. I am sick of being Given orders, aren't you? I mean, yeah, I hate it, but it just feels. I didn't wake up today thinking I'm. We're all going to take the throne, and that just feels like maybe we should let it sit for more than the time it takes for us to huddle up and decide. Ponch puts his hand like on Stokes's kind of arm because he can't reach her shoulders it's and just the elbow. Yeah, yeah, and he's like quartet meant to fly, not walk. Mm. Shippy meant to fly. It's beautiful. I mean, I can't argue with that logic. Well, we still got to ask our fourth. (laughs) Um, I won't reveal that, but we're going to ask our fourth. uh, You know, Um, but you you guys were okay with taking this kid in? Yeah. As long as Gugush is. If she touches my shit, I'm a killer. That's... (laughs) I hope that that's clear. Okay. Um, and then I think we go back into the lobby, right? Yeah. I was just sitting there. They're just having the time of their life. <laughs> Waiting. It's gotten to a point, though. It's been a couple minutes, so you're starting to get a little concerned. But you're just vibing. <laughs> you come back. So oh, we were about to have a feline visitor, but he changed his mind. That's um, uh, so, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. It's just like, listen. 
I've been spending a lot of time the past however long to, you know, just sitting around and waiting. I've just gotten used to it. I've gotten accustomed to it. Um, so, yeah. When they come in, I'm just like, all right, well, uh, I'm, I, I know that this is a lot to handle, but, you know, uh, if you decide to know, I get it. Are you in with the Vipers? Is that is that your crew? Or, or are you deciding you're going to run off with those? Or are you no. open for business? I'm open for business. Okay. I we, have no allegiances. We run a party service. We call ourselves the Quartet. Um, okay. We're going to take this barge out in a couple days with two of the most important families in this uh, fucking dump. One of them being the people you're trying to mark. It's gonna um, be big party. Wait, like a literal party? A like literal party. Wait, that rules. That rules so hard. They're all gonna be here on, on Shippy. Um at least some of the most important players. Now you could go out, you could get Luciano, you could throw him at the Vipers Den, you could say bully and wait for the next order. Wait for them to tell you how your revenge should go. Or you could throw in with us. We decided we like you. Punch seems to love you, and he's got a good intuition about people. And we could take a run at the Parazos together. With the express understanding that then we turn and we tell the Vipers to fuck off, too. Reno 12 has been controlled by land barons for too fucking long. I am sick of somebody with some fucking animal's name and an icon on their <laughs> denim jacket telling us that we get to live a certain way. If you don't no, want I've, that, I'm going to kill you. But if you say yes, you're with us. I mean, I've been to the brink of death and back. I would rather not be there again so soon. Uh, so, I, yeah, I just, I don't want to be sold out again. I don't want to give my whole self out again, only to have it literally cost an arm and a leg. Well, oh, I threw my entire life away to decide living for myself. I don't have any intentions of selling you out. I appreciate that. I 100% had intentions of that, but my friends have convinced me otherwise. <laughs> well, I appreciate the honesty. That is actually very... I respect that. Ponch no is, is going to come over to you and, and say, Ponch, escape Conglomo and leave good boys behind for new family. And maybe you can be part of new family. That's Amber saying that. No. <laughs> yeah. We need fourth member of quartet, right? And I look to the others yeah. like, right? We're missing one. Yeah, well, yeah. There's always been four, right? Yeah. We've never actually lost one. Have have never been without. There's never been three. There's always been four. But Oops. it would be since Gagush is on vacation, we might as well get somebody to sub in while they're uh, resting, sleeping, right. and if you're willing, sir. Be great. Yeah. Well, thank you. That's very kind of you. I appreciate it. Uh yeah. Yeah, if you'll have me, I I 
I think it might. I I got a gun for a leg if that helps. Ooh, you got Show a bus? Yeah, yes, I like please. roll up. I roll up and it looks like a foot, and then you uh, it, it's all but it's like a gold foot, and the whole leg is. Hold on, my cat is trying. Wait. <laughs> I thought he was trying They're to like knock to down this plant. No, he's about to knock down this plant. <laughs> and and like uh, I, you know, you bend, you like with the uh, big toe, you like open the big toe, and it's like a little pistol. Nice. <laughs> it's it's taking everything for Stokes not to just get like way too close to your legs and <laughs> and feet. Um, that's great. If you need any help, sort of just talking to the prosthetic, really. But if you need any help with that, or if you just want someone to sort of get like a full look at that, you just come see me about it. I'm sure it'll be maintenance, but you know, the op- the upgrade was available to me during that surgery, and I said, fuck it. That's a cool talking piece. It is. <laughs> it is. That was a good call. Stokes is an artist with with a wrench, so if you ever need anything done, she's the one. I might have to take you up on that offer. Please do. Well, so we good? So we we're good. I think we're good. Good. So what are we gonna do? I think we got some things on the table. You said you were sent to get Luciano, huh? Yeah. So we just uh, conveniently tracked him through Reno 12 to a, a pawn shop that Ponch found. Um, and we think he's doing something shady behind the bars. No kidding. Yeah. My, no, I mean, my no. guess is that we could take him um, and have that turned out of the way. We were sent to collect you for the Perazos. Uh <laughs> That was our whole conversation back there. It was on whether we were going to send you to die or, or bring you into the fold. Yeah. Um, well. All right. Yeah, it worked out. <laughs> Nothing to worry about. Okay. All right. Yeah, man. Laguna Chibata. We're good. <laughs> Laguna Chibata. <laughs> yeah. Laguna Chibata. Laguna Chibata. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my plan is if we, well, if we take this Luciano fellow and find out what the fuck he's doing, we can take care of that for the snakes, and then we could do something about turning you into, uh, uh, the, the, uh, Perrazzo's, see if we can play something, uh, as a double agent there. Why or, not invite him to party? Hey, now that's, that's an idea. Luciano to the party? Hmm? Makes sense. They're going to be Perazzo and Viper. Yeah, I think that's smart. Uh, Absolutely. Maybe I could, you know, I could go back to the Viper room and be like, hey, there's, you know, we, I don't think I can bring him here, but, uh, you know, it'd be a little sketch to bring him here. But at the, you know, he, he'll be at the party. I could let her know that if you can get him over there, you know? Yeah, yeah, they come pick him up at the party. Drunk people get lost all the time. After things all like the time. This. Yeah. They stumble into airlock, me open airlock, right? Well, shit. Yeah, <laughs> it'll work. I was just, just saying, just saying. The vipers pick him up, but 
we might need that airlock thing for later. Yeah. Uh, so I think we should head on to that pawn shop, see what it is Lucy's got in his pocket. So we have information. Vipers get their person. And we got you in our pocket in case we need to uh, pull one over on the Frazos. Do we plan for this party to be tonight, tomorrow? What was the time frame for it? You know that the party is going to be um, not today, but the following day. Okay. Okay. So we, we got some time then if we wanted to do yeah. that. Cool. You still do need to trade that watch for the yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we get that, that Francine Dubois promised you. So we have to meet up with the Vipers anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Supposed to. So we should go with O to the Vipers. Yeah. And then, or we break off two and two, and some of us go check out uh, the Parazzo. Well, Francine Dubois did tell you, O, that not to come back without Luciana. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. So maybe we, we hit come. Lucy first, then the Vipers? We'd have to come with Luciana, though. Yeah, that's. Yeah. If we, well, yeah, because they know that he reached out to us already. Okay. Yeah. If we take him during the party, like if the party gets real rowdy, we could may, we could maybe jettison off like in an escape pod or something and like head to Ooh. them while the party's happening. I don't know, as a distraction. Yeah. I mean, we could, the chance that we could just put all of the goods in one shipping container and just have it. Colombo shipped in two days to the Viper door. There's also oh, that's this interesting this thought that if we give them Luciano now, when we get to our party, the Vipers are going to have something the Prazos want. If mm. we can get both parties to have something against the other, we can get them to kill each other on our ship and we get to watch. And then during the fray, we can take whatever the fuck we want. That's... You want to watch that's this genius. I mean, it's a little violent. Listen, if we have to do this one final act of ultraviolence to release Reno 12 from whatever the fuck it is that they think they have control over, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with murking every fucker in this ship if it means that people get to be free. Me too, but if they get high score on hurting Shippy... Ponch is going to be mad at you. Ponch, you know I would never let that happen to your shippy. Just think about shippy. Of course. Shippy is the end-all, be-all, the most important part of Ponch's existence. Yeah. Oh, gets it. Oh, gets it. Yeah. <laughs> so you're heading back to the pawn shop? I think okay. so, right? Yeah, yes. we get loose. Right? So. Yeah. So. Uh, so you're all going to get in the Al Camino? Yeah, Whose car is cooler? I think there's more room in Amber's now. It's the sedan. Yeah, it's a sedan. It's like a Dodge Neon 1995. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's no. a little with like the it With like the fucking like vapor wave striping Stripe. on the side, you know? Yeah. Ponch is going to struggle to get in that sedan. <laughs> My mom's boyfriend definitely had one of those growing up. I'm looking at it now. We can't get in this car. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hop in the back. So who's so yeah, so who's driving the car? Who's gonna be in the passenger seat and who's sitting in the Pons back? driving. Ponce yeah. is driving. I'll be in the back. Back. I'll be in the back. You're gonna sit oh, shotgun? I guess I'll get the passenger seat. Mm. All right. 
Yeah, I'll like put my leg up on the like roll the window down, put my leg up outside the to rest on the window. Nice. Window open. Nice, nice. Literally um, shotgun. All right. So you punch hits drive and starts heading back down towards that pawn shop. Is there anything you guys want to talk or say to each other as you guys are barreling towards your task? Yeah, I do think Paunch, you know, having uh, O in the passenger side will try to, like, connect with him in a way and, you know, he'll he'll say something like, he'll just, like, out of the blue start talking and, and say, um, oh, Paunch, Paunch leave home long time ago and leave other good boys behind. But Paunch get high score, but... Punch want high score and freedom, so punch leave. Me, oh. me miss my good boys. Me understand. Well, could you find the good boys again? I suppose punch could, but me, me afraid they're gonna take me back. <laughs> the, 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 there's too much good shit out here. Me, me don't want to go back. Yeah, but, understandable. I mean, all the good sniffs are out here, I'm sure. But me do miss those good boys. They, they deserve freedom, too. And well, roll me maybe. a blues check. All right. Oh. Do I just gain a blues? It, not, not you, Serge. Just okay. Amber. Okay. So 2d6. Okay, so a 7. So you don't get the blues. You start to kind of feel a little bit of heaviness kind of trying to relate to him, but you push it back because, you know, getting attached like that is never a good idea. No. Well, the good boys would be proud of you. Yeah, me, me say that too. So me me think me have much as much party as possible in honor of good boys. <laughs> One yeah. day we're going to bring the... One day we're gonna get those good boys and bring them back to this party. Okay, oh. maybe. <laughs> okay. Um, while we're while they're planning this good boy party, uh, Stokes is just gonna not looking at Lady. Just say, I don't know. We don't talk. We're, we're mostly business. But I just want you to think about what kings do when they're on the throne. It's not peaceful. It's not one last violent act. It's it's the start of a lot of violent acts. If we're doing this, we're doing this, but we're not going to lie about it. Stokes, I just... I am so sick of seeing people taking advantage of. It used to be my entire life to see someone less fortunate and take every last dime they have. And people have made it a way of life, uh, a way of doing business, exploiting everything a person has. If it takes taking myself down to take it away, I'm okay with that. This is when Alice DJ's Better Off Alone starts playing in the background. (laughs) Oh my and god. <laughs> you're not going to do this by yourself. It's going to be me with you and Paunch with you. Yeah. And now O with you for as long as we can keep O alive, which honestly. But 
it's not just gonna be you. I don't wanna lose anybody. We just, no one's expendable, okay? Yeah, yeah. Uh, just so you know, it, it's not professional. You are my favorite. <laughs> you always have been. I just don't physically understand how to tell a person that. Besides, well, I guess I just did. I don't know. You did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Your favorite? Your favorite? As close as I get, yeah. Favorite business partner? Favorite DJ? It ends there. You don't have to. You're putting a lot of labels on things now. I don't like labels. Okay, I just because I, I have a sort of a brand to hold up, well, to rebuild rather. And if if I could get a quote, that would be no. Really great. This is far more than I planned on saying. Anyways, I, okay. this is I. I didn't pay for therapy. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Take a blues, Stokes, for reminding yourself about the good old days. Yep. <laughs> so you guys arrive. Um, are you? Uh, how are you guys? How are you guys going to do this? Are you going to be stealthy about it, and not park the car like right out front of the pawn shop, or are you just going to kick doors down? What are you? What is? What's the plots and thoughts? Good how are you guys going to confront? Question. How are you going to confront Luciano Perazzo? You know that they are possibly still in this gold shop. I mean, I can just drive the car through the wall. (laughs) (laughs) I think we're here to collect him, right? So we should go in a little hot, but... Well, yeah. But here's the thing. If we're playing double agents, we cannot make any action that Mm. makes us look against the Parazzo. Yeah. We can get loud, but we gotta be loud with no one watching. They're just one human being in the front. Are you saying human being? Human being. Okay. Human being? You like it, I love it. That's what you are, human being. Human being. Human being, that's what I say. That's what me say. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, um... Some stealthy. Let's walk in, just say we need to talk to him. Yeah, maybe we act like we know he's here. Like mm. we uh, we were sent to meet him or something. Yeah. See how that goes. If it goes to shit, we, you know, put the guy in cuffs and go backstage. All four of you are going to do that. Yeah, fuck it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> okay. Um, who's going to go for, through the door first? I'll go. go. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. Go for it, Stokes. I'll go first. Um, no, I don't have anything like blingy on me, except for I got candy. Shut up. Okay, let's go. Um, <laughs> Stokes <laughs> walks in, um, sort of largely looking for, and immediately starts just talking really loudly about jewelry and wanting something expensive and a big chain or something, um, and then makes their way up to the counter. Okay. Yeah, you're loud and, and stuff. It's a very small booth stall looking building with glass um, counters on either side and an old man tending to some jewelry. Um, you're loud. You come up to him. I assume you're just like, just like, <laughs> yeah, looking for something to finish the, the collection. Style, just like showing. Yeah. So you're looking for something. Looking for something to finish the collection and maybe something else if you can help me. 
Okay. Yeah, he he looks up at you with the big glasses because he's still got those lenses on and he, he examines all of your candy on your arms <laughs> and looks at you, looks back to the candy. And I was like, well, I mean, I got a lot of stuff. Well, how much are you trying to spend? I mean, from that, I mean, like, what? A credit? Two credits? Like, you're not looking for anything special? I'm looking for exactly something special. Maybe something uh-huh. that you don't have multiples of. Maybe it's not even... I mean, yes, I'm looking for jewelry. But uh, quiet as it's kept, I'm also looking for maybe a person you've seen. I've been here in my shop all day. I don't know what you're saying. I mean, I saw... I saw a dog man. Have you ever seen a dog man before? That's so crazy. You know, they're more common than you think. I know this is the normal well, reaction. No, I mean, like, whoa. I've heard on like TV and the radio about yep. it. Yep. Never seen one in person. If you see it, you got if you see him, you gotta see it. You gotta say at least hi. I I, I will. If I see them, I will say if hi. That's is if that's the person you're looking for. That's not the person I'm looking for. Uh, they might actually. I don't know if they work here. We got word that they might be here. A uh, Lucy, Luciano, Prazo, Prazos. I'm. I would know if a Prazo would be in my establishment. All right. He asked me to meet me here. He's actually the one that's funding this uh, little candy expansion. So if you see him, let him know that we're looking for him. Roll me a savvy. Come on. Ten! Yes! Yes! When you start mentioning that, like, Luciano set this up, like, he starts to, like, have a look on him that is a little confused. He... It wasn't something necessarily told, but he's not quite sure if that's, like, right. Yeah, Lucy's not that big about his his sugar hood, uh, but he does like to sponsor the occasional entertainer. One... Hmm. Let me you see like, what I have in the back. Can I scope out the building while this is going on, actually? So you didn't go in the building? I mean, am I in there? It's a little place. You guys, you, you guys all said all four of you were going in yeah. there, but if you guys don't want to, or you're in the back of the pack and want to step out, you can. Yeah, I'll step out. I want to mosey. Okay, so yeah, I'll probably lead O in unless they they want to go outside too. But I think eventually I would walk in with uh, with O. Okay. And just like eventually yeah. like signal the door that I heard the noise coming from. Yeah, uh, I I will kind of. It's slowly but surely, like, work my way over to that door, just trying not to be noticed. Like, roll me a savvy check. Lady, roll me an observation check if you're gonna go ah, snooping. And okay. Ponch, also roll me an observation check. Okay. I rolled a nine. Rolled nine, a nine, me too. I rolled a six. Rolled a six. Can I exert, actually? Go ahead. Away. How do we heal, by the way? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> you you have to actually get treatment. So Ooh. somebody has to okay. get you a med kit, actually heal you. Um, I have a nine now. I passed. I have a nine? Okay. And I'm sorry, uh, Serge, what was your observation check? Nine. Nine. Nine's around. Cool. So, in this bit of confusion, 
He says, one moment, looking at all three of you, and then goes and slips into the back. At that point, oh, you decide to kind of get to the back of the counter, lean yourself up against the door, and listen in. Um, Mm -hmm. Paunch, you start hearing conversation from your ears you're picking it up it's loud enough where you can kind of hear two voices murmuring between the walls and then as um oh you get like just closer and stuff so you also can hear this stuff lady you circle back around because something feels off right Mm -hmm. Uh, so you circle back because you know all (laughs) every building has a back door um so you turn the corner And just as the old man attempts to come back out of it, he opens the door wide and you, oh, make eye contact with Luciano Perrazzo, who is in the back of the storeroom. And you make eye contact. He makes eye eye contact with you. And he tries to book it out the back door. Oh, snap. I definitely just give him like a little... um, in that moment our eyes meet um and i alert oh no i turn i turn to um ponch i'm like hey you want to go play fetch yeah 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 all right i think okay go play fetch out the through the door uh, our boys out. I mean, our boys. Our boys running out. <laughs> bad boy. I'll just. I'll just. Bad boy. Yeah. Bad boy. Right. Go fetch that bad boy. Uh, give me a. Give me a savvy check, Ponch. If you're gonna go after Luciano, he's taking a, a run. Okay. You're gonna go past O. I rolled a six on my savvy check. I rolled okay. in eight. So yeah, Luciano takes uh takes a, just a just books it the moment oh just winks at them and starts oh. climbing. He throws like one of the like sh- back shelves that are there and like tosses it over. So Pont, you try to like jump over it, but it still requires you to kind of clamor a little bit. So he's got a little bit of distance, but he's making his way for the back door. Um okay. could I actually pull out my I have the um the nine millimeter pistol on my person um and I want to like aim at Luciano's like ankle to like de- immobilize him mm-hmm. awesome mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay cool and I roll that roll with, with the your upper hand roll it yeah roll with that pistol at the upper hand um on your character oh, sheet, it okay. says upper hand. You can change it. Okay, um, cool. Because, yeah. Uh, okay. So, uh, I one a four and a four, I guess. So that would be an eight. Oh wait, yeah. Choose two. Add appropriate set. Yep, yep, yep. That'd be an eight. Do you have any modifiers? For grit? Um, uh, for grit, yeah. Oh, then 10. Then it would nice. be 10. Nice. Okay, yeah. Hell yeah. So, the whole, like, shelf goes down. Clamors, you're seeing, like, jewelry bits, chemicals, whatever was kind of stashed up there. Sponge is trying to clamor over it, but it's, like, a wide shelf, so it's taking him a couple of moments to kind of 
get over it. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. Luciano is moments to just pushing out that back door and riding into the sunset. But you pull out this particular pistol, a pistol that you've been carrying with you. And you, or is it, that's your foot pistol, right? No, no, this is, this just is a different my, pistol. That's your, I'm just yeah, double checking. This is just my usual weapon. The, yeah. the, the foot one. And is- you pull out this old school six, uh, uh, six barrel Smith and Western, six shooter. uh, six shooter. Yeah. And you just clock it. You like, you got your shades on. You don't even like see you like aiming and you just fire it like effortlessly. And it hits Luciano in the back leg, but it hits him in the way where like he's still running with the momentum. So you just kind of kicked him a little harder with a gun Um, Mm -hmm. and he pushes himself out the door Mm. of it. But Ponch is now deep in pursuit. It's obvious like, you know, you just hear a man just screaming out in pain from just being clipped. Lady, (laughs) you're close to run rounding the bend of the back, right? And that's when you hear the sound of a person crying and a gunshot being uh, shot inside the building. So you you rack your shotgun. You try to get around the bend. But as you turn the corner, you find yourself looking down the barrel of a gun. And what's staring at you is a woman with long blonde hair that seems to lace around her skin-kissed uh, shoulders. And it's Jubilee, who's now staring with the gun right in hand with that same unwavering gaze and that's where we're going to leave it today (laughs) I hate it that was who was introduced in the very beginning yes it was good Mm. it was so Mm. good interesting very cool awesome that was fun yeah (laughs) that was was wild so excited so we have two more of these, right? Uh, with this crew. Yes. We'll have two more mm-hmm. sessions and then another three with the other Maydayers plus a mm-hmm. special guest. So that's exciting. Absolutely. So yeah, thank you guys for joining us today at 105 MDRP. Um, we will be tuning in uh, for more Orbital Blues in the next couple of weeks. Um, but be sure in the meantime to join us on Mondays for Aaron at the Sheep Farm. We'll be returning with... Uh, Night's Black Agents soon um, and the return of Orpheus. So stay tuned and uh, live your dreams, spaceman. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>